Tulsa, and we already have to know. Love Talk Radio. Bring that shit. Here we go. Here we go. Rock 
set it off. Rock him, set it off. Rock him, set it off. And you know that I'm the solo with Rock him.
Flossy Jeezy music page on Facebook, Tumblr, Twitter, SoundCloud, SoundClick, MixCloud, Spreaker. Sounds like a rap song, but just like, you know what I'm saying, the yellow pages, we are everywhere. So without further ado, I'm going to let my man Rawhide holler at you for a second, let you know what he's doing and how it goes down. What's good, folks? What's good? Happy holidays to everybody out there kicking it with the homie Flossy G's on a Christmas Eve. You can't ask for too much, Mom. Uh, if you want to get to me uh, and get down to the nitty-gritty, which is the music, hit up rawhideproductions.bandcamp.com, and that's uh, Rawhide Productions with an S on the end. Yeah. Yeah, so there it is right there again, 646-595-3402. We're going to talk about a range of subjects today, everything from, you know what I'm saying, the shootings to Cosby to, you know what I'm saying, to, to the movies and Hollywood and how we're depicted and everything as it goes down here today. And to the blazer with Damon Lillard on fire. So without further ado, I'm going to jump right on in here with both feet and let you know what's going down. 503 935 0806, who we got? Man, it's Dub. What's up, man? It's Dub. First time in the house on the fucking Jeezy show worldwide. Glad to have your knowledgeable, strong brother on, on deck. What's going on with you? This is Jeremy Ben Jeremy. Hey, 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 hey. This, hey, this is why I was kicking and screaming when I didn't get invited. I said, oh, hell no. He got a show and everything, and I didn't get invited. So a temper tantrum over here. Hey, man, the weight around the building was a lot lighter when you weren't in here, so we are definitely glad to have you in the building on deck. Let me see who else we got going on around here. 208-440, who we got? This is P3. All right. Oh, what's up? It's prime time. Yes, yes. Going on with you today. We got righteous rules over here, too. Yo, yo, yo. Got to show love to my raw high productions. You feel me? Yes, sir. <laughs> let, let, let me say this guy, yo, this is prime time. You know what I'm saying? One of the uh, most hardest working artists in, uh, that we got here in Portland. You know what I mean? Been in the game for a minute now. You know, shout out to uh, Money Manage, the whole team out there. What's up, E-Dot? You know what I'm saying? What's up, Non-Fake? You know what I'm saying? Uh, Ghost, everybody. <laughs> good looking, good looking. I see you doing your thing, partner. Keep it moving, you man. Know. He's one of the hardest, too, man. Y'all got to check out my man, man. He's on fire right now. If you didn't know about Mike C, you better know about him. I'm telling you right now, he's coming to y'all. That's what's real. I'm trying to tell you, we holding it down, man. Well, now, let's get right on in here, man. You know, it's it's still Dodge City. It's still gun smoke, man. We got the St. Louis policeman that shot another teenager. This time, McLean, because you know how trustworthy they are, they said that the young brother, you know what I'm saying, was aiming a gun at them this morning and went on ahead and let off shots. And, you know, I had to, I had to as my man Dub would say, I had to qualify and quantify that information because, like I said, <laughs> we know how trustworthy they are so far as doing stuff, man. What are your mm-hmm. folks' thoughts on that stuff this afternoon? Well, man, I just think that we have to know our surroundings and know where we come from and know what situation we're in, you feel me? So instead of yeah. being out in the street, you you got to be back at home with your family. Get back united with your family, and you can avoid these situations. If you think smart, you can avoid situations, you know what I'm saying? Because there's a protocol that police go by, so you got to watch that protocol and know what to stay away from, you feel me? 
Yes. That's real right there. You you got to educate the youth because they out here just running out here, and you can be a bystander at any given time. You know what I'm saying? So you have to know that family and home is the best place like we grew up. We need to go back to our roots and get back with your family. You don't need to be kicking it out on the streets. Now, tell me, bro, do you think that this is about to be in that pattern now where where folks clapping back? Uh, is this going to be like a big ex- epidemic? Or are, are, are uh, folks actually going to start uh, retaliating, at, uh, you know what I mean, over the country? Well, there's other ways to retaliate, and that's to be successful and do what you do the best way you can do it and do it smart. We ain't trying to work harder. We're trying to work smarter out here. So what you do is you build these, you build your own you build your own money manage. You build your own raw high and beat them that way. You don't have to be in the streets to show how much power you got. It's always the person that works smarter that wins. Always. Right, right. That's real. W, w, you're out here in the wild, wild west, man, repping right outside of L.A., man. What are your thoughts on some of that? Man, it is hot out here, man. And both senses of the word, what was it, 81 out here today? But, Ooh. I mean, in both senses of the word, man. Like, uh, <clears throat> I, 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 I was a fortunate cat, man. Uh, when my when I, when my parents went through their thing, I went to go live with my old man. My old man from the south, and he schooled me on how to handle these protocols when, when it started happening. And the first thing is, it, it, it could be swallowing your pride that you want to get out of the situation alive because nine right. times out of ten, yeah, nine times out of ten, I know it's been happening to most of us. We we 30-plus, man. It's been happening to most of us. When they get you, it's two of them and one of you, and you're usually somewhere where you don't want to be. You know, I, I, as we older cats, we learn, you know, you drive to an intersection, pull over in a gas station, you know, get, get to where it's lit, but... You know, anybody that's ever been in my ride would be the first thing to tell you, man. They get in my car and they'd be like, hey, man, why you got your registration and your insurance up there? I took my wallet in right in there. My hands don't come but two inches off the steering wheel when I'm handing out stuff. I don't answer no questions. I handle my insurance I handle my insurance and registration. I let them tell me everything they're going to tell me, and I let them write a ticket. I might say five words, and I'm a talkative cat. <laughs> I might say five words. I don't ask them no questions. If you gonna write me a ticket, write me a ticket. I don't want to know what you're pulling me over for. I'm not giving right. nothing to incite it. My goal is to get out of this situation alive, and then we got to deal with that afterwards, whether it be a ticket or whatever. And with this situation, because nine man, I times out of ten, they're going to arrest you for what you say and do. Right. Right. Yeah, they're gonna arrest you for what you say and do. I don't think it had anything to do with, uh, you know, being in the wrong place at the wrong time, uh, or, or even uh, talking reckless. I think, uh, you know, these cats, uh, whoever they were, man, they just wanted to uh, uh, to shoot back. You know what I mean? They caught them in a bad mood. I think they they might have been looking for it. And what do we do about that now? Because you know that's gonna make things bad for all of us, but. Uh, I mean, honestly, what do we what do we do about this, cats? Uh, us older folks, you know what I'm saying? Like you saying, who uh, who's out here uh, just trying to live that uh, straight and narrow, or or at least you know what I'm saying, ain't trying to uh, uh, be uh, flamboyant about what we're doing out here. You know what I mean? And 
you know, that situation making it even more hot with, with uh, Cubs being on more edge. You know what I'm saying? Well, the thing I think we need to do is you need to change the situation as far as energy. You know, they're going to reciprocate what you what you throw out at them. So if you act hostile, they're going to act a hostile, and it's going to elevate. But if you they act hostile, they want to act hostile. Right, so you yeah. have to reciprocate and give them so much respect that what, what are they going to do? You know what I'm saying? You can't do nothing because I did everything you said, and I reacted in a positive way. Oh, you need my insurance, sir? Oh, yeah, I got it for you. What else do you need, officer? You work with them, they're going to work with you, I guarantee you. Get pulled over every day. The bad part about it is, man, if these dudes is out here and they look at blood, man. And ain't you tired of that, though? Ain't you tired of getting pulled over every damn day? I mean, I'm, I'm, hey, I'm in Orange County, bro, and I'm going to tell you what, what yeah. hope. Chris, uh, Christopher Donner shot these cats six blocks from where I'm staying, bro. And it was oh, hot. No. They'll tell you, I was group talking about, look, man, I, I, I'm getting off work. I'm trying, to, uh, hey, I'm, I'm trying to get in the house, man. Uh, I'm calling out for right. food, man. It, like, I, I, ain't, I ain't breaking the dough stuff if that's the case. You know what I'm saying? Hey, I, I got enough to make it until the sun come back up because I'm not trying to deal with these cats in that, in that environment. And it's sad the position that we being put in to live our lives because it's kind of a secluded and a defeated lifestyle. But at this point in time is your pride and your stance worth your life. And that's the evaluation you need to make when you get in that position. Because they already got three things in mind. One, I'm pulling you over because you're black. Two, if there's any confrontation, I'm going to escalate. And three, if I have to kill you, I already got my story planned out. They know what they're doing when they stop you. They know what they're doing when they stop you. That's why when that dude killed Michael Brown, you didn't hear from that guy for months because they all cooperate in their stories so that way it could look legitimate. They bringing in detectives. They bringing in investigators. They trying to tell him how to put his story together so when he talked to internal affairs, he talked to the district mm-hmm. attorney and the prosecutor. His story is line- has a linear timeline from the time that he confronted the dude to the time that he backed off. And every part of that story is going to say he's not fallible for anything that he did. Mm-hmm. Very true. And see, if you look at it, too, two, th- two things I can throw out there. The first half is if you notice, and I don't know if you guys have noticed it or not, the demographic has changed on a lot of this stuff that's going down. They have now closed the window from where it used to be with everybody as far as we're concerned, except in a few cases, they've kind of quantified that window to age 15 to like 25, 26, 27, maybe 28 years old at the highest. And and anyone that's under that 21-year-old bracket who hasn't had that experience, or maybe they have or heard of somebody else that had it, those are the ones that they're riding on because they figure they can intimidate them the most. I know that's how they do things up here in, in Portland, Oregon, in Rose City. I know I'm, even though I'm a Chicago native, you know, I've been here long enough to kind of, you know, watch the, the dichotomy or makeup of how they do things. That's how they pretty much do it. And the second thing is that since I have a, a son, ever since he was in high school and got pulled over when I just walking down the street around the corner from the house and gets this jackass uh, coward that pulls in 
pulls him and starts asking him a bunch of dumbass questions. And uh, when he asked him what it, what it was all about, he didn't. He never did mention it. He just handed him his ID and kind of kept it pushing. This is a kid that's right around the corner from the house. I tell him, me and ex-military like yourself, uh, Dub, I tell him, you know, to follow the following procedure, just like the military. Yes, sir. No, sir. Not a problem, sir. Have a good evening, sir. And you're out of there. Like you said, you're not brown-nosing. It's, it's like it's like Grandmaster Flash said back in the days. It's called yeah, survival. You to live. You have to survive. These fuckers are coming right at, at our children, man. And, and anymore, it doesn't matter. We're talking, you've seen the stuff on on the net. We're talking pregnant women. We're talking our elder, even our elderly getting slammed to the ground. We're talking anyone that carries the, the gold card. And, and for me, I'm a brown man, so I always call that the gold card. Anyone carrying the gold card and walking around here, they're subject to a whole lot of fuckery that otherwise everybody else wouldn't deal with. We, I saw a story two weeks ago, and was this kid was we had a, had a body armor on and was laced down with armaments, and he was able to talk his way out and go whistle a swan song, and and, and no no cops grabbing on him, no nothing. He was able to just walk back in the house, and it was over. So there's there's definitely a, a, a more of a war on us than there is on drugs at this point. I think they gave up on the war on drugs, but I'm thinking that uh, more or less, uh, that, you know, you guys are all on point with what you're saying tonight on on how things are handled. I just and, think and the demographic has changed. And the question is, uh, can you excuse any of these uh, folks out here for frustration that that do want to bust back? That that treat cops like they uh, like finally they treat cops like they treat these gangs out here. Well, the thing is, is, is like I told you, violence is never the key to anything. In any situation, there is. And all you're doing it is making it harder for the next people that get stopped over when you do retaliate. Now the protocol is even more violent because of what we have did and created for ourselves. So we can't keep on digging ourselves a bigger hole. We have to show that we know how to handle these situations and more of it. And once more people catch on to how you see these situations, then everybody say, oh, I got that. I'm going to start handling my situation like that. And then you got a different outcome than what we've been having lately. But what do we do? I mean, it's, see, because, it's, uh, the, the, um, us, um, us taking the nonviolent approach isn't working. Okay, we're still getting gunned down. <clears throat> I don't, you know. I, I, I'm, I'm not gonna say I, I, I agree with the, 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 the nonviolent approach. I'm gonna just put it in this, in this. I'm gonna just put it in this light. I mean, I carry, I carry legally. I don't carry all the time. You know, every now and then to the range. Every now and then to trip up in the L.A. to go see the folks because I know what I'm dealing with up there. But you put in a position to where you need to make a decision is, yo, it, it, it sucks, man, because you put in a position where you got to break it down, like, is my pride and how I feel, is it going to cost me my life? So, but I mean, it's not even your gotta, pride. You, you got to think about, yeah, you got you, you got to think about when you put in that position, man, when they yeah. start doing that. Bro, I mean, and I done, I, I, I done had them shake me down with both of my boys in the car and the burner in the trunk. And, you know, I done had to come clean like, hey, man, uh, uh, hey, that's mine. I'm, 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 I'm legally carrying. And out here in Cali, man, they think, 
Cali, man, like uh, I, I was I was telling this dude the other day that uh, um, uh, yesterday about a T.I. situation. I said, man, the stuff that T.I. got caught with out here, they'll put you up under the jail. They've been doing yeah. that since 91. They don't play that. And if you, make you it put there. in a position, yeah, yeah, if you make it there, you put in a position where you got to decide at this point in time is how I believe going to cost me my life. Right. Yeah. And do I want it to cost me my life in front of my children? Because they don't give a shit. They don't. They don't. They shot Michael Brown at 11 or 12 o'clock in the damn day on a Saturday. And that's what I'm saying. Like, we don't. That choice like, they don't give a shit. You know, you, you, you bring up the choice that we have, like, uh, you know, is our life, you know, worth, uh, you know, carrying or is our life worth, you know, uh, not talking with the proper respect? Um, I don't think that's in our choice anymore, you know? Um, there, there, there. There, there, there's so much recklessness uh, going in the policing of our people right now that um, I don't believe that that the choice is in our hands. So that brings up the question, is is what this, uh, the, the people that's running around shooting cops now, uh, are they in the right? And the question is no, especially in this last case, because honestly it sounds like it was a cop trying to do his job, which was he goes around to the stores and whatever and uh, checks them because it's Christmas Eve, we're getting to that point. And uh, next thing, you know, he's in a gunfight. You know, um, the, the 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 facts haven't come out, or, or nothing's come out on who shot first, or whatever. But uh, from what it sounds like, uh, it sounds like that uh, it was these folks who shot—not the folks, but uh, uh, you know, uh, some of our folks that shot. And it's like that—that well, that puts us all in an awkward position. But can we blame them? Well, this is how I'm looking at it—not just in the cop situation, in any situation. You act hostile to anybody, you know what I'm saying? People that don't have a badge, they can pop off at you too. So it's the same situation. It's how you handle the situation. If you come to this brother with respect, he going to respect it. I don't care what in any field or any situation it is, you show respect, bro. It's going to get back, and you can control the situation, man. Anybody can I'm control a, I'm a, I'm a the I'm going to disagree with part of that. Most people act that way. But I'm gonna take it to I'm gonna take it to where we tiptoeing around, man. I'm gonna address the elephant in the room. They are violent nature of people, man. That's what they do. They inflict violence on black and brown people. They've been inflicting violence on black and brown people since the days of the Sphinx and they couldn't understand it. Like I posted in a group a couple of days ago, man, when whenever they see our excellence they want to blame it on aliens and shit like that. The pyramids. Oh, it's an alien. There ain't no alien built that shit. Let me precursor this thing for everybody that is listening out there on, on the ways and, and the characters in the room right now. Um, this is 100 station. Right. So anything you want to get off your chest or say it how you want to say it, you know, because we don't have that freedom on the streets as we can see. You can definitely say it in here, Dev. You know how we do it, uh, and Brawlhead over and over in the, in the sports chat. We go ahead and, and, yeah. and you know and, and let them have it. You know what I'm saying with, with some Mayweather force, because you know, what's going on out here is so much fuckery and so much crazy shit that, to be quite honest with you, uh, 
and I, and I don't want I didn't want to jump right into it, but I do have two things. I guess I, I don't want to put the cart before the horse because we're I just say that we're going to touch on the, on the game's response, and and, and then we'll, we'll we'll get on that in just a second. But you know, this is this is the question I have real quick. What happens like with what man is saying and what you guys are saying about um, you know when you try to do things the, the right way, and when you try to get it done. And then you find out that there's a jackass, basically a wolf in the hen house, right? And he's in there with the chickens and stuff, and he's and he's got his fangs fully out, but we can't see him because he got his back turned to us. And then he jumps out and dogs us. What I'm talking about is in the first interview since the non-indictment of, of Detective uh, Darren Wilson, uh, Attorney Bob McCullough claims that he was well aware. But there were several uh, witnesses that weren't telling the truth, but they, he allowed them to testify anyway. So I don't have to read the rest of that because the rest of it is just a prerequisite for what I'm about to say about this being fuckery. It is hard to establish any type of real intellectual property in dealing with these people when you got the people that, that when you got the criminals running the insane asylum. And when you got the people who are basically trying to keep things status quo pro-1960 and above all the way down to 19, uh, the early 2000s, and you got cats getting drugged behind trucks, pickup trucks with their heads chopped off, and you got district attorneys that are running around here. And if you notice, it's almost like, like, like I said before, it's kind of like a sick Christmas. You got this situation where you got this guy doing it, so as soon as as volatile as that was, and this long-ass waiting period that they make us go through, so like my man Deb said earlier, so they can corroborate their stuff. You sit up here and you have the people who are supposed to be your district attorneys and stuff. As soon as they made that bad decision, then they went bad on Eric Garner, even though I don't know what, what film these police officers in NYPD was watching. We saw what happened in 21 years prior to that. There was a choking incident that, that was involved, an officer who choked Eric Gardner, was already up on charges, had already been suspended, had already been levied hundreds of thousands of dollars off of his backside for the same behavior, and he gets up and laughs, and then the district attorney in New York does the same thing. So here again, we've got to pose the question again. How much longer can our communities collectively, whether it's white folks that have broken the pockets or our communities who are still trying to figure out how to get to where we're supposed to get to, and we got these continuous speed bumps that are probably as tall as uh, as, as a mile high stadium uh, 2.0. How much is enough, and what can you do when the people who are in charge are continuing with the fuckery and knowing that they got people lying and setting stuff up? How much more can we actually give into that? Forgive for that. Man, that's a good one right there. Well, I mean, you- I know. I know it was kind of long, but go ahead. As, as men, as men, you're sacrificing your pride to deal with this situation. Because, I mean, you, you're making a decision. Am I going to sacrifice my pride to go home tonight? Right. Not, 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 not in, a, in, in the grand scope of things, you know, how many times you might have to do it. Cause I'm sure we done all ran into this situation at least twice. I know. My my thing with LAPD, man, them dudes pulled me over, man. I'm already on the phone, you know what I'm saying? Uh, if I got somebody in the car with me, hey, you need to be recording. 
it, it haven't been to that point lately, man. Because you know, believe it or not, as off the hook as they was, saying, man, uh, Orange Orange County, uh, uh, as you get out to the outskirts of L.A., man, they uh, they they a little bit more quick. They a little bit more quick to do what they need to do and push you through that because of the confrontation, because of how California is. Mm-hmm. They're a little bit quicker to push you through that and like, hey, you know what? We 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 want to do this interaction, do what we need to do, and get you out of here. Not saying that they all stand up, because I believe all police are racist. It's just if you put them in a point, put them in a position where they can show you how racist they are. Right. When you put in that position where they ask they basically asking you questions, and them questions that they asking you is leading you to a decision you got to make. They wrong, but are you going to confront them about them being wrong, and is it worth your pride to expose them being wrong to the point where you might take an ass whooping and get shot? And it's right. Like, it's it's kind of like being involved with a bad relationship. You know what? I know I'm right, but I'm going to let this one ride because I don't have time for the aftermath. That's the decision that you need to make at the steering wheel when he's walking up. Do you got time for the aftermath? Because the aftermath can be a lot greater. The consequences can be a lot greater than just the argument. Because if you watch some of the situations, if you watch some of the situations, the police officers is wrong as hell, but it's escalated by, what you pulling me over for, man? I ain't doing nothing wrong. At that point in time, you done pulled me over and you ain't control. I, I don't need to argue my point. I don't need to argue my point. You pulling me over? Hey, if you pulling me over and you feel I'm wrong, give me my motherfucking ticket and let me go. <laughs> I don't want right. to talk to your ass. Fuck I want to talk right. to you about. Because every word I say... You 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 like you like a schoolyard bully. You checking my pockets. You walking around me in circles and shit. You looking for something to agitate you enough to swing or to pull out or to drag me out of this car. And, and, and I'm I'm gonna be real. We, we 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 on the phone, man. Most of them dudes is pussies, bro. <laughs> Most of them yeah. dudes is pussies. There ain't no real cops, bro. I mean. We we we've seen black folks get harassed by cops in the '90s and in the '80s, and they weren't killing as many people as they was now because the cops had a little bit more heart. Them cats they got on the street is bona fide ass scary motherfuckers. Mhm. That's the truth. There there was one brother I mean, nine that years cop, ago. That cop that shot Michael Brown was six four. 180 pounds. That's a fucking NBA player or NFL receiver, you scary motherfucker. You gonna, uh, he felt like the Incredible Hulk. You pussy-ass nigga, you 6'4". The average man is 5'9". What's he really 6'4"? I'm going to tell you something. If Arnold was sitting in his car, he couldn't have grabbed a brother that big. You sitting in your yeah. vehicle, that's the one thing you saying before. You're sitting in your vehicle trying to grab somebody Damn. that's 300 pounds and, 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 and your size. Hell no, you ain't going to be able to handle him and manipulate him while you reaching for your gun. I think you shot him before he backed off the car. Well, Michael Brown was 6'6", and he was strong, and he felt like the Incredible Hulk. That's that pussy fire shit that I'm talking about. Why you got this motherfucker on the street when he sound like he need to be behind a desk, man? He was six seven. four. Nigga, <laughs> <laughs> Dwayne Wade six four. <laughs> never, never 
mention anything about what he said, but the look in his eyes, he was just like a demon. Yeah. yeah. Never mentioned a word about what he said. Did he say anything so or was he just ass, a look in his eyes? Yeah, scary ass six. Fuck out of here. You six four. And, 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 and they got these cats on the street, man. And these cats ain't never been in a physical altercation. Because ain't nothing wrong with taking an ass whooping and saying, you know what, after I take this ass whooping, I'm going to arrest you. We're going to take you downtown. And, right. and I'm going to book you on trial. Nah, this scary motherfucker like like Cube was in that damn uh, players club just shooting and falling. And sh- <laughs> <laughs> Scary ass out of here. I well, mean, well, what's the situation is sad because it's costing us our children. It's it's costing yeah. us our children. So I had mines up here, man. Their mama wasn't one hundred with it, but I don't fuck with her on that level, no way, man. She don't understand what I'm trying to instill. I'm trying to instill that my boys come home every day. Cause I got one, man. He said he a goddamn lawyer, and he eleven, he eleven years old. He's five foot six, and he can go read. He wear he wear size nine, so I mean he he already got that awkward build. Uh, I mean, uh, and I I be at it. Quit arguing, quit arguing with me, quit arguing with everybody. He, you know, he he trying to argue stuff that's been around two hundred years before he been around. Trying to tell me, you know, little simple stuff. And that's the spirit I want him to keep when you're in the classroom. But when you're in front of them cops, man, you got to swallow that shit. Daddy need you to bring your ass home. I need you to bring your ass home. Come home. That's what that's what I, I, I hated about the Trayvon situation. He was yards from his house. Come home. You, go get your daddy you and we'll come um, deal, we'll deal with this shit together. Come get come get me. We'll deal with this shit together. Don't be out here you hiding in bushes waiting to swing up on this dude and fight him. Come get me. Do you, you think know, that come, there'll ever be do you think there'll ever be a time in America where, and, and I'm thinking like uh, your your son's generation of kids, where you know uh, a lot of those, a, a lot of these warnings and and a lot of these uh, heeds and cautions that we have to take just on leaving the house or or just when uh, you know you you interact with people like as as black folks now we have so many rules when when just interacting with different people. You know what I mean? Just to either not uh, prove a stereotype or to just be seen as, as a regular person. Now, do you think as, as the generations go that that will deplete or is it going to increase? I think it's going to increase, man. I don't think we're ever going to be put in a position to where our stereotype is being built, the stereotype that they portraying us and, and casting us, I don't think we're ever going to be put in a position that that stereotype is not a fearful one. Because you gotta remember, you got to remember, the way the news media is orchestrated, the way that machine, the way the monster is orchestrated, that machine... Preach on, preach on it. Yeah, that machine picks and decides who is threatening and non-threatening, who is violent and non-violent. They hated Malcolm. They hated Mark. But they will take a six-foot-six, 215-pound black man and portray him as one of the greatest people to ever walk the earth, even though he don't care for his people the same way. They love Michael 
Jordan. You say Michael Jordan around a white guy, they, they immediately think non-threatening. But that is exactly what they fear when you see it on the street. Six foot six, black, ball-headed, and 200 plus pounds. So if the machine is your friend, a.k.a. Bill Cosby, they will build you. If the machine is not your friend, they will not build you. They will destroy you. Because I posted a video in the group, in the the HHS group, a while back about Bill Cosby. And it was so deep because he was talking about how racism has affected our children. This is a video from the 60s. This is what the machines see when they see, okay, we done got our usefulness out of him. We done got everything we could get out of him. We done got his ass off TV, and now he's trying to buy our TV station. First thing we're going to do is get your son up out of here. You know, because we, we don't want nobody to go tell the news media that we done, you know, set his father up. But we're going to get your son up out of here. So the first thing they did was kill his son after he tried to buy NBC. The second thing is, if you if you notice, the real people been posting a reel on Bill Cosby. Some of them broads are coming out saying they've been paid. I think every single one of them been paid. And you know what? Um, you know, you brought up his son. You know, the same kind of thing I was mentioning with uh, Jordan. Like, uh, you know, I think they they kind of have their reasons not to fuck with black folks no more. You know, uh, they 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 have something that that you know what I mean that that can make them a little off put by their own people. You know. Um, especially considering, you know, some of the things they've done. Michael Jordan, and that, not so much. I mean, I do understand that's your dad, but it's not like you've done anything uh, too major except for be an amazing athlete. You know, uh, Cosby, I think, uh, well, and Jordan, in the same respect, gave uh, a hope or, or, or a different set that, that you could be as a person, you know what I mean, regardless of your skin color. Um, but, uh, yeah, I don't know. My, my thing is, too, is with this media thing. Hey, people sleeping, up. man. Bill Cosby got paper, man. They don't he – not, he, he not Oprah Filthy Rich. But the problem is he Oprah Filthy Rich with they money. He, he, had, he, had, he had that type of money. But Bill Cosby is a very educated guy, man. A lot of the right. things that he was saying was because he had been in the machine. I don't disagree with with one hundred percent of the things that he was saying, man. I I I I happen to be one of them fortunate cats where I happen to have an opportunity to use my education and, and and my experiences in the military, and I I got one of them jobs where I, you know, I might sit on my ass nine hours out of a twelve hour day, and I I I, I might tell a white dude. I might tell a white dude to do, you know, what to do. And I, I know that this thing that they have for me, and I get what he talked about when he was talking about, hey, man, there's a particular way that you got to talk, act around white folks. The people, oh, well, you be in a sellout like that. Not necessarily because if they cross me, I'm going to tell them what I feel, and I'm not going to tell them how I feel with an uneducated way, man. I'm 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 going to tell it to them in the words that they choose and that they said that is the proper English language. I know how to tell a white folk, I know how to tell a white person you are uneducated 
barnyard redneck cracker without saying those exact words. And we need we need to bring ourselves to be able to have that type of verbal judo with them without coming off hostile. Because what we doing right now is we in Rome, but we not acting like Roman. You ain't got to be Brian Gumble. You know what I'm saying? You ain't got to be Brian Gumble. <laughs> you ain't got to be Brian Gumble. You you could you could be on the level where you could tell them they full of shit, and you could tell them very eloquently they full of shit. Like it right there. This this media though, man. This media is is slick, man. Like like stuff they said. They smart, man. Media is smart. It, it, all that time we was we was listening to what was going on with this this Mike Brown case, and they quietly kept it quiet while they was trying to tell you why you should feel sorry for this white boy. Uh, they sit up here and they tell you crazy shit like in the background. Well, did you know that this guy was part of a police force that was disbanded because of their treatment of African Americans? They never talked about that. They waited till after the smoke had already cleared and then dug it up like they had an epiphany or something. Kind of like the same way that they're doing this uh, district attorney thing. And uh, we're gonna we're gonna tail off with this one, but we could we could go on with this one, you know, for a while. But I do definitely. I'm gonna play a play a track or so. But when we come back, I definitely want to get into uh, Bill Cosby and the Hollywood thing in general so far yeah. as how they do us, so far as how they, they uh, you know, manufacture, you know, these images of us and how they just outright more or less kind of steal um, our, our, our legacy of who we are from us. I mean, it, it's crazy yeah. the way Hollywood portrays us. And, and, and a big pet fever I got right now, so far as movies go, is this this Exodus thing that I that that, that, I, that I went and saw uh, last week. Where you know, like I said, we'll we'll get into it. And yeah, we're gonna we'll get into that because I, I ain't went to see it yet. I I, I heard some 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 things about Exodus. <laughs> I've heard some things about it. What <laughs> I I I don't want to I don't want to throw it on you yet, but I but I definitely do want to want want to. Want to want to want to hit you up with uh, with exactly how it goes down on that man. Like I said, we got to we're going to get into the whole thing because uh, the Bill Cosby thing. I got some stuff to say about that. Um, I hope you listeners out there ain't too delicate, but like I said before, you know, fuck it. We 110 percent here, and I got all the realest cats I can think of right now on here. They're gonna give you their opinions. You know what I'm saying? Uncut. So if you're looking for chaser. You better go put some ice cubes in a glass or something while we're talking, so that you can swallow this swallow this straight juice down. Because we're gonna give it to you here in just a minute. So uh, we'll be back in, in in just a little bit here. Six four six five nine five three four zero two. Safari Jeezy Worldwide uh, Christmas Show, but with, with, hosted with uh, my man Rawhide, my yeah. man my man Dub, and my man uh, PT in the PT house. PT in the house. And uh, like I said, we're gonna finish getting it in. So let's go ahead and soothe the mind a little bit. You know, even though it's a Christmas deal, uh, a show, uh, we don't have Christmas songs, you know. Like I said, we keep it at 100 all the time. You Honestly, know, so. this track to me is like a Christmas song. This is what it <laughs> plays out there. This is right up there with uh, <laughs> Outcast uh, uh, playlistic uh, funky music, but, you know what I'm saying, the players of all, but uh, folks are fine. <laughs> <laughs> Let us sing one time. <laughs> there it is right there. 
If we can get, get the next thing to work. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Hey, here we go. Welcome to the celebration. You brothers and sisters have finally reached the pinnacle of fun. But before I proceed, I need to hit a funk at you should all be baptized in the funk.
know it all as soon as you think you do That's when you fall We got to do more to survive We must evolve Things change Just when you think you've seen it all We trip, we stumble But we get back in stride Each day all the way One step at a time Don't want to let my ego and pride make me blind The elders say when you stop growing That's when you die The one who gets the knowledge Is the one who asks why Through the course of life You gon' taste some humble pie But I love it It makes me appreciate the things that I take for granted Gaining insight and understanding Each one, teach one, we got to pass it on Keep doing the knowledge, building and adding on With faith in the assumption That nobody knows everything, but everybody knows Keep something Keep on learning It's soaking up game We gon' make mistakes We gon' go through something Keep on growing Keep on soaking up game The more you know, the more you know you don't know And if you don't know, there's more you can know Then you won't grow What you don't know can hurt you Discipline is a virtue Gotta ask the right questions Or else you go in the cycles and cyphers and spirals Information is viral, it's infectious, it's contagious And how you going through stages like denial Don't believe that, no we didn't do that Then reality said and there's no dispute in the facts Yo, I'm sorry if I woke you up But when I open up, it's like I'm smoking But I'm high off the people, watch me soak it up Huey said the best education is observation and participation Study how the people be relating Different points of views turn bad news to good news See, it's kinda like some shoes Cause I got to make you move Treat it like organic food Make it something you can chew Information you can use Make it something you can Keep on learning, it's soaking up game. We gon' make mistakes, we gon' go through something. Keep on growing, keep on soaking up game. It's something that working, don't be afraid to change. Hey man, it's okay to say you don't know. When you let go of your ego, you're free from all illusions. Can't make moves in confusion Don't look for conflict, man Always look for the solution My pop said humility is a sign of wisdom But to really soak it in Now that's a different kind of listening See, man sharp a man And every day is another lesson And it's not failure when you learn, man It's a blessing And as the Buddha says Nothing lasts forever We gotta manage our expectations the less we crave, the less we suffer. In this way, we awaken. Right understanding, right thought, right speech, right action, right livelihood, right effort, right mindfulness, right focus. Keep soaking. Soak it up. Keep on learning. It's soaking up, game. We gon' go through some pain Keep on growing Keep on soaking up game If something ain't working Don't be afraid to change Oh yeah, we, we back and at it once again We got my man, uh, this is Flossie G, 646-595 Three four zero two. We got my man Rawhide in the building. We got my man, you know what I'm saying? You know, Mr. Dub to the 
to the to the to the B Walters in the in the house, you know what I'm saying, representing Cali to the fullest. We'll just call him Dub because he's the man, you know what I'm saying? Dub, but he's not a duplicate, he's an original. And P C so. you still with us, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm I'm here. I, I just fired up the Madden, but I ain't about, I ain't about to play right now, man. I, <laughs> hey, uh, man. I'm I'm, a, I'm, I'm, I'm enjoying a, I'm enjoying one of them rare rare things that black folks in this economy don't do is I'm at home and I'm supposed to be at work right now and I'm getting paid for it. Like I'm enjoying, I'm enjoying one of the rare. You know, usually if they pay enough, they want our black ass sitting there. Right. Ooh, man, got, the, got the managerial privileges. Man. Hey, real quick, man, talk about yourself. Let them know who you are out here, man. Man, you know, I, 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 I'm a regular cat, man. I, I, I get to on a on a on the tip where I'm trying to educate, you know, my children, and, and, and I'm trying to educate the brothers that's around me. Um, I got mm-hmm. two sons, man, and and and. and like any you know anybody else, you know I've been through my hardships and all of that stuff. But uh, I got two sons and I'm trying to raise them. But uh, I I grew up out here in L.A. man when it was it was rough, bro. Like I was a senior in high school. My 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 prom was the weekend of the riots. So I to let you know where I'm coming from. Let you know where I'm coming from. Like I I did I, I did not have a date. We just didn't want to go outside. You know. Um. And uh, I, I recently lost my my older brother, and uh, my older brother was one of them G's, man. He was one of them dudes that that that, that, that helped pave that way and, and grind and and lay that path. My older brother was right. actually cool with a cat that uh, a, a lot of cats uh, know through word of mouth or, or hanging out, but he uh, he was cool with a cat that uh, kind of uh, put me on. Uh, which is uh, MCA. I got to hang out with them. Uh, I actually posted a video a couple of times in a group where uh, my older brother and my cousins was in the video. You know, I got to meet this dude, you know, and I was like 17, 18. You know, and he he was a real cat, but, you know, they was kind of paving that way in that early hip-hop and kind of laying that foundation for what we know as hip-hop in L.A. on the West Coast. So, you know, it, it it was just official. It was like I met a lot of cats. You know, he went on to go to college at Grambling. There was other cats that was around him that went to college. And, you know, they went to – that's why I'm not really – I'm going to segue this into this Bill Cosby thing. That's why I'm not really buying into this because there was a mm-hmm. lot of detrimental stuff that went on 80s through, you know um, – Stuff that we saw on TV with Bill Cosby, uh, through stuff that we listened in hip hop, and I remember watching the Super Bowl when Doug Williams won the Super Bowl with my with my brother. I'm sitting there watching it. We California kids, and he like, I'm getting up out of here. I'm gonna go to Grambling. Mm-hmm. I want to go to the college where that quarterback came from. And he went to he went to college in Grambling and, ga- and graduated. Right, aspiration and. and yeah, you know, and, and and Bill Cosby paved that way, man. We ain't see no black kids going to no damn college until a different world. I had no idea that shit was transpiring. <laughs> yeah, I mean, right. for real. Like, you, right. you heard of the place. 
you knew that that's where we were supposed to go. But for real, for real, when we were sitting there uh, banging UTFO and the Fat Boys, Step to Sonic, man, don't make me don't make me put my age out there. Oh man, you mentioned the Fat Boys, man. We were just talking about them this morning. Yeah, I mean, when we was banging that, man, public en- public enemy, you know, and for the West Coast Cats, Uncle Jam's Army, NWA, CIA, uh, Q-Zo. Mm-hmm. You trying to hurt some folks. Yeah, <laughs> you, you know what I'm saying? When we was banging them groups, man, we wasn't we thinking about college. We was just thinking about tomorrow. What are we going to do tomorrow? Man. You know, DOC. NWA. Mm-hmm. We weren't thinking about that, bro. We weren't thinking about college, man. Bill Cosby made that an actual viable, uh, 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 tangible thing. Like, you could taste it and see it. We fuck with Dwayne. We fuck with Denise. We fuck with Jaleesa and all of these characters and personalities that he exposed us to in the HBC. He was probably one of the most influential people from 1983 to 1989 that there could be, to the point that a lot of us seen that Leonard Six movie. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> you you know really said that. Right. So when they selling uh, fans stick with us, you know what I'm saying? N- Nails and Rawhide know what's cracking because they, they know our segue. Fans stick with us because I'm 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 entering what's called a segue, which is actually used for music, but I ain't gonna go too deep into educating people on what the real roots of the word is because it's Christmas Eve and we all about to have a tip. But uh, I'm a segue with the with the simple point of trying to emphasize of who Bill Cosby's personality was and how influential he was. No, he was not Mark. No, he was not Malcolm. And, yes, he was deeply and heavily involved with the machine and took on a lot of the characteristics that the machine portrays to us to be a good a good house Negro. You got to do X, Y, and Z. But in doing this, he exposed you can operate inside this system, get you an education, and live you a decent life. So this system was not organized for us to succeed was designed in the 1700s and the 1800s for us to be. Say that, say that exactly one more time. time. Please say that one more time. <laughs> for us to be exactly where we hey. are. That's very true. Yeah, this system was designed in the, in the 1700s and 1800s for us to be third, basically a third world, third country, third party, third citizen. We were not designed to go to college. This was not designed for us to have a black president, and we don't all agree with him. I I know Nell's background, and I know my background as ex-military. There's some stuff that he even did that we don't scoff at, but am I going to scoff at it to the point where I'm in front of a white person and sit there and disagree with him? Hell no. Because no. if y'all going to blame if y'all gonna blame him for all the other stuff, blame him for the gas. I'm in Cali. I just filled up a, I just filled up my truck the other day and gas was dollar seventy nine. Gas ain't been dollar seventy nine since I was in high school and I ain't gonna name what year it was, but 
I'll okay. put it like this. <laughs> I, I, I put it like this. Pac wasn't famous. <laughs> Pac wasn't famous. Hey, I'm, I'm going to go back to the old master. Been a long time. You shouldn't have left us. Man, don't make, me break, that. Don't make me break that out, man. I live upstairs, man. My neighbors are having fit, man. I had a sound bar <laughs> cracking in there. <laughs> but... You are the problem. You might start some shit. Yeah, I'm, 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 I'm standing on the rug wiping my feet, and I'm gonna take my shoes off and sit on the couch and let my man Nails run the show. But I'm, I'm, I'm a segue into this Bill Cosby stuff about like this. I, I done told yeah. a little bit about my background and, and, and where I, where I come from, you know, because a lot of people on the West, you know, realize that we we got a hostile mentality on the West. A lot of people don't realize that. Shout out to my man Locksmith too, man. My man Locksmith be on that. He be like, if you you grew up on the West, you got a little bit of Huey and you got a little bit of uh that 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 Panther background because that just trickles through all our music. I don't care who you are. Shout out, well, to, well. shout out to my man Raw High. Hey, shout out to my man Jay. Jay be dropping it because Razzcast be kicking that knowledge too, man. Mm. I'm a big Razzcast mm-hmm. fan, man. Razzcast be kicking that Me knowledge. Me too, man. Lock, oh, lock, so Smith, mad Razzcast, that, uh, that, that album never came out. Yeah, I, hey, it, it, it's some cast to be. There's another cat out there, Paris. Shout out to my man, Paris. Man, them dudes be kicking that knowledge, man. And and the West has always had them ground black power spitters because all of our hip hop roots come from Oakland. Mm-hmm. You can say what you yeah. want to. They could. They could, I, I grew up. I, I grew up in that grind time in L.A. I remember when they didn't play rap on the radio station until after right. ten o'clock at night. Am I, right. am I am I dating myself? Am I dating myself? <laughs> Man, not even. So, Remember uh, when they used to take the rap out of songs? Like if it was an R&B song, but there was yeah. a rap out of the Straight yeah. out. <laughs> I remember that. I remember when yeah. I remember when K-Day, people go, oh, shout out to K-Day and the old school hip-hop on, on the West Coast in L.A. I remember when K-Day played R&B songs. So, mm-hmm. you know, I'm, I'm, I'm dating myself, but I, I, I remember. And with all of that being said, there was a time when we didn't have that voice and we didn't have people that were showing us that way. We didn't have avenues to know that better way for us to orchestrate and do things. We used to laugh at the Cosby Show, but some of the stuff that they, he was showing us was through education. Y'all remember yeah. the episodes where the dude would be having the Subway sandwiches and so forth and the long subs or whatever. His wife was always showing him that he needed to eat better, but nobody picked up on that underlying stuff until we got older and we started right. suffering from all of them. Right. Edu- yeah. yeah, educating ourselves. They don't That's want true. this man to have that venue and that opportunity and that ability to talk to us the way he did. Right. If y'all realize what he did in TV was he questioned the ability to show a successful black family. Who in the hell? Come on, man. We grew up watching the White Shadow and the goddamn Jeffersons, man. George Jefferson was the most successful black person we ever seen on TV till he hit TV. First business owner owning, co- owning a couple of cleaners, bro. That ain't shit. On, <laughs> owning a couple of cleaners. 
in Manhattan too, and 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 you said living on the east side. Come on, go on with it. Right. Yeah. I mean, so we got Bill Cosby, and he's showing us that not only was he successful in the in the sitcom, but he was showing that his children were successful. He was showing us that. There was another way to communicate with our children other than beating the dog shit out of them to how we we have been raised to think, hey, you don't agree with what I say, you don't agree with what I do, I'm going to go upside your head. Now, granted, shout out to my man AP because they did him too wrong. Granted, we need to address some of the things that our children is into, man, because I'm telling you that that new stage of hip-hop, and I like to take a belt to a hell of a lot of them niggas. <laughs> I mean, that yeah, new stage yeah. of hip hop. I, I, there, there are some spitters. Shout out to J Cole, man. I, I finally, as an old album, I had never listened to a J Cole song until Saturday. I mean, I, 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 I've seen the videos out of the corner of my eye, and I'd always tell the children to turn that off or whatever. I listened to that dude, man. He got a little bit of growing to do. I'm not a biggest Jay-Z fan as I used to be, man, but shout out to that dude, man, because I heard that crooked smile, and I was like, dude, that's the artist that Pac was trying to birth. That's mm-hmm. the artist that, that the young cube was trying to birth. That's the artist that Bill Cosby was showing us on TV. Y'all can go to college and do this. Yeah. So with Bill Cosby putting those, with, with him planting the roots in that tree and the branches starting to grow out of that tree, there that was, was an eventual time that the machine was going to turn on him. Yeah, the, the machine was going to turn on him. The machine is nasty, bro. It don't, it don't have no love for nobody. If you a story and we feel that we can get coverage out of your story, we'll take down Bush, Clinton, and anybody else we feel in the machine that can be exposed and, 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 and we can break them down to the point to where we can get a two or three day story out of them. But what they don't really take that machine and break down that two or three story, a uh, two or three day story out of is all of them banks that's been controlling these wars since the 1600s. Take the machine and expose that. Mm-hmm. You know what though, man? This ain't nothing new with Bill Cosby though. You, I don't know. You were probably old enough to remember, and Rawhide may have even seen a piece of it himself. There was a cat who broke out and said um, that that he was being unrealistic because there was no way that you could have a black doctor and a black lawyer be a husband and a wife, and us being black living in New York City. Mm-hmm. And when I heard that shit, I was like, well, first of all. Um, my favorite buzzword, and I, by the way, I, I got to say once and for all that I borrowed from you, that's a lot of fuckery. <laughs> that's, a gang, that's, a, that's a gang of fuckery. I've been saying ever since you first heard you say that, and then, of course I heard it on a Keith Murray album, uh, you know, that he did, he did that song that's with Tyree. I got it from, I, I got it from yeah, Keith. You know, I know exactly what Keith Murray album is. <laughs> 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 the Jamaican brother at the end of the song said, yeah, you can go and get out of out of here. With the fuckery, and, that, and that's what and that's what they come with. I mean, you look at this, and it's something I said with Rawhide on the show. I believe it was last week, but we did one of those uh, daytime shows. And I gotta kind of get your schedule to kind of fit in because I like for you to be on shows because 
you coming with it from a learning perspective. And while things are, are Larry is taking care of stuff over there, we got to have some place we can break bread. Um, it's one of these kind of deals where, well, that's hip hop sports, folks. We all out there that need some realness in your life and some, some sports and a music level and cast with the knowledge of sports and everything. That's where you get yeah. hip hop. So, 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 so long story short, um, they've been coming up to this brother for a minute. Something that we broke down, though, and 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 there was a beautiful segue, by the way. It, it was a, it was a great ten minutes of, of reminiscing and listening, and I was like, damn, I, I know my man went that far back on some of that. But it was one of these kind of deals where um, you got a situation where a lot of these women are coming forth on this man and attacking an older man who who doesn't have that same. He's a Leo, but he doesn't have that same fight in him. Virgo one. Isn't that the same fight in him that he once did when he was kind of like a pioneer? And, oh, how do you say pioneer? To me, a pioneer in a Lifetime Achievement Award that this fuckery he's getting now is first brother to be on a serious program like I Spy with Robert Cole. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. When I was a kid watching him doing that. Then I watched him on, on, on uh, right up there before, Sh- before Shazam came on. I watched Bill Cosby at 11 o'clock in the morning Pacific time on the Cosby with the Cosby kids. And even through the cartoon, he was educating young, young folks on how to think and how to act. Now, if you think about something for a minute, 50s, 60s, 70s, about the time some of these ratchets are coming forth and saying what they're saying about this man, in those days and during that time, no matter who you were as a black man, no matter who you were, if, if a white woman came forward and said that a brother had raped her or had violated her and had did something, then they would have took that brother and his career and hung him upside down by his toes. They hung him upside down by his toes. There's no way in the world that, that during that time that he would have been able to do that stuff and get away with that. Beverly Johnson, you ain't been in the, in, in, in the media in, 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 the, in the spotlight in a long time. You related a story last week you know, on one of these talk shows where you said that you took your daughter over to where he was at, and he gave you something, and you were spinning around. You were saying, you know, he grabbed you by the arm and rushed you out the house, but you only mentioned your daughter at the beginning of the story. Then you got these other chicks who are saying, well, he was just so powerful and just couldn't do anything and, and whatever. And I'm like, look, you know, the missing element out of all this that I'm finding is missing, and, and I, here we go, I elaborated this with Long I last week, is when something traumatic happens to you. Say, like, you know, you know, we get on the show and we're talking, or we we on the phone and we're talking about something, and some dudes rush me and whoop my ass real good. I'm going to tell, they told me I better not tell somebody. I'm going to tell somebody I'm close to that this happened. And at least if I'm going to come to the media or with this, this man-hating uh, uh, lawyer that they got out here, it's this Aldrich chick. But every time she shows up, she's coming after her brother who's got money in his pocket, and that's the only time you see her. She's trying to do it to Mayweather right now. You come at us with, with this stuff, and you, and you say that, uh, you know, if this happened, but we don't have any backup family, no backup people. And if, let's just give it a round number. Say like 20 people. 20 people women come ahead, and none of them are, have any family showing up with them at the same time and saying that this happened. It's a hard story for me to swallow. Your timing is off, and I'm telling you, back even up to the, to the 70s, even 80s, if a white woman would have come out and said that this black icon would have raped them, they'd have had the ammunition they had before when Cosby was running famous. And you know when, when a brother's famous, 
because they'll have Jewish people follow him everywhere he goes. Not only did Seinfeld come on after he did, after a different world and after his programs went off, but when he went on tour around the country and even out here to Portland, Seinfeld was right there coming on after him. So, I mean, long story short, if this guy was, was, was as bad as they say he was, I'm just the only part of the equation I'm asking for with all these women that are coming forward because California is the only place that said, well, we'll investigate whether no matter even if sexual limitations or not. And if it's something to talk about or discuss, there it is. But, you know, it's like Rock Kim said, I'm digging deeper into my pocket but still coming up with lint. They ain't coming up with nothing. They don't have no backup people that says that my daughter, my cousin, my aunt, my sister, you know, my ex-boyfriend, I talked to him about what this guy did. And I'm just saying, I've had family members that have gone through that, and they talked to somebody, no matter what it was all about. They talked to somebody. I mean, that's, to me, that's the missing element in this thing. And like you said, you're doing it right before he gets ready to come back out and do something. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm, I asked something that Rawhide brought up. I'm finding that this story more and more hard to believe it. And, I mean, I mean Beverly Johnson and some of these other stars and stuff, Look, I know it's been a while since you've been in the limelight, and I know you probably got past the age of doing your modeling career and everything, but I'm just saying, man, you have power and prestige. People would have listened to you. I just need to know the reason uh, that that you wouldn't say something after all this time and now pop up. Like, uh, I mean, and, and not saying that, uh, you know, there wasn't something there that was holding them back from being able to say anything until now, but... Uh, I, I just really want to hear what it is, you know. Uh, that that would be nice to know what what exactly uh, is making everybody come uh, ahead now. And uh, nobody, I mean, nobody came forth back then. And not only that, nobody's still putting any actual charges on them. It's all hearsay and all these people that are just loud in the media, you know. I mean, how, how how can you fight the machine though? At the point where he's involved and where he's at it, can't fight the machine. You know, and, 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 and the charges that they trying to levy on this dude, these are not light charges. You know what I'm saying? Because what happens is, take the Ray Rice uh, situation. Mm-hmm. Once they levy a certain amount of charges, what happens is, you have people that are going to take Ray Rice's side because of the race. You have mm-hmm. people that are going to take uh, his wife's side because of the sex. Because she's a female. Right. There's a lot of stuff that transpired before and after what happened. And we all can tell there's a lot of stuff that transpired before and after what happened. Because of how I don't care what nobody say, she stood by her black man. Right. She stood by her. Right. The same thing is going to transpire with the Bill Cosby thing. You're going to have black folks like us that grew up, and no matter what they say, we're going to give Bill Cosby a, 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 sing, a, a, a single – we're going to give him a, a – a, a, an avenue and out. We're going to give him a way out 
because it's coming back to uh, We don't trust the news it, media. If he did it, I we don't trust the news media. Say it again. I said uh, not necessarily because if he did it, then take his ass to jail, but actually file charges, sue him, do something, but don't just go, just, it's just defecating on character. And I said that the right, right way. It's just defecating well, on character what, what they're doing right now without actually doing anything. All this barking from this dog, but but there's nobody actually biting, uh, especially if he if he deserves it. Bite him in the ass is all I'm saying. Don't yeah, just bark I, at I, him. I, 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 I feel you on that. But, I mean, look at the entertainers that start to step out there and put their careers on the line. Jill Scott. I understand that. And, and that's and that's one thing that, you know, Flossie was saying, because it was like, man, this is a lady. Uh, there's ladies stepping out that, you know, that, that I look up to. You know what I'm saying? That, that you know, he, he's followed their careers and, and, uh, and, and stuff like that. And it's like, yeah, I hear you, man. But why? Why did it take so long? And why? Why now? Is he still doing it? Has there been a recent case? And 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 that's the thing about it. Would it not be in a recent case? Who's buying it? Right. Yeah. Right. Everything got fifteen years or better on it. Yeah. And nobody knows the evil that men do. You know what I mean? It's not like uh, I think that he's perfect in any way, shape, or form or not capable of doing what they're at, they said that he uh, did. But but the problem with it is is um, tell the whole truth and nothing but the truth, or why why didn't you just keep letting it go? Yeah, so I mean, nobody I mean, all capable, of a sudden, like, nobody's capable the, of being infallible. I mean... We all and, and all of a sudden, history, everybody man. just all of a sudden got hurt by that again. I mean, I mean like, nobody's it capable that of being infallible. Seeing him on TV every day? Hmm? I, I mean, nobody's capable of being infallible. We all got some checker histories, man. I, I don't want nobody to dig too deep into mine. I'm fucking around and lose my <laughs> deep into my yeah. shit. Yeah. I mean, I, 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 I don't agree with. I don't agree with black folks jumping on the bandwagon and buying what the news media is selling. None I don't. None of it. You want to, and, and, and the main reason, the main reason I don't agree with us jumping on the bandwagon and buying what they selling is the Trayvon Martin case. I don't care right. if. I don't care if. Trayvon went up to the car after he was following him and pulled him out of the car and whooped his ass. At yeah. no point right. is that acceptable for a grown man to pull a a gun on a child. And, and it's and it's uh it's like the both sides of the coin what we're dealing with now. We got this black man who they're not taking uh to to trial or anything like that. But uh, just completely talking about his character, you know what I mean. You had you had the 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 cop who who doesn't get uh, indicted um, for for killing a black man, and um, and and it's all because of this uh, black kid's character. You know what I'm saying? Oh, well, you gotta look at who who this kid was as a person. No, you don't, because he's dead. He didn't That's get so his time in court. That's so unacceptable. You know what I'm saying? That's so unacceptable. And the reason it's so unacceptable is when in the hell do you have a murder, a murder, 
a murder mm-hmm. in America, and you bring up the victim. Right. 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 Because when that oh, white boy victim. started letting that's off, that, that shit was on my that shit was on my birthday in 2012. Right. Really. July the 20th. Yeah. July the 20th, 2012. I remember. Right. I remember one of them pictures that that you you was co-signing on nails. I ain't forgot. <laughs> I ain't forgot. <laughs> yes, sir. But that shit was on my birthday in 2012. At what point do you have a white boy going in there and murdering seven people that he was just letting off? At one point, there was a person that said, "I I heard the shots and I thought it was part of the movie." And after I realized that people next to me were screaming and being killed. I decided to dive down in between the seats. Mm. They didn't bring up now one of them victims in that movie theater. They didn't bring up their checkered past. I'm sure it was some drug addicts, dope addicts, convicts, mm-hmm. women beaters. We're talking about white folks. Right. You know, it's a bunch of stuff that, that go on in their past. They did not bring up not one iota of any victim's history. And then to top it off, they walked to apartment yeah. and arrested him. They walked up to his apartment and arrested him. Had that been a nigga, they'd have blew the whole block up. The whole thing. <laughs> they blew the whole block up. You remember what happened in Philly with the move? They blew up the whole damn block. Yeah, yeah, I actually visited out there. That wasn't too far. Uh, that was uh, somewhere off of uh, Locust or in that uh, part of the city. And, uh, yeah, man, they showed me those blocks and, you know, gave me the history on that when I went out there. Uh, yeah, that was crazy. I, I, mean, I just don't think that they can come to grips with any type of black success. We're gonna we're gonna segue what we're talking into now, the rest of the Hollywood thing as we as we and 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 and, and black life as it were, as we move through this 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 Christmas show. No 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 no. Sorry folks, no music breaks on this. Man. You know here here we go again, raw and uncut. It's not dissimilar, what they're doing with Cosby right now, than what they're trying to do with Mayweather. Yeah. Forty four and fucking old dub. You know, yeah, I think I think I think you may have posted something to that effect. But forty four and fucking old. You know what I'm saying? Undisputed shit. They say what they want about Pacquiao to the cows come on. But undisputed. He, I ain't seen Mayweather run into no knockout punches. He he fought five different weight classes. Suddenly we have an epiphany. Oh, there may have been some judges that had their palms greased. For decisions, you think? And I can't believe that they showed Delahoya's face on that, especially when he gets getting batted around like one of them old uh, bat ball games you had when you was a kid, where you had a stick tied to a paddle or, and sat tied to a rubber band. You kept batting the ball and trying to keep it uh, bouncing as you was, uh, uh, you know, uh, patting the ball to pieces. And they they, they put his face on the cover, Wes. So no fact that Delahoya can't stand him because he lost to him, but. This whole character assassination, it's like none of us are allowed, none of us are allowed to have any kind of social, psychological, anything. It's like they're afraid for their children. The whole reason they came up with the role model thing in sports, and I've always been kind of against it in, in a way, and correct me if, if, if I'm not seeing something, Doug, 
Yeah, you too, Rob. But this whole role model thing uh, smacked, smacked of, of uh, them being afraid that their white children were going to see black men or, 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 or whatever as, as heroes and icons. Because that's when you, when, when Jordan came along, that's when you start coming up with the role model shit. Right. Before Charles Barkley lost his fucking mind and, and started drinking some kind of lunatic. Well, he ain't lost his mind, Nels. He's always been like that. We just, yeah. as black people, we ain't never exposed it, bro. Charles Barkley you saw him, But you saw him when he got into it with, I think it was Dick Bavetta, and he was walking him out after a game in front of the media saying, he didn't understand why that guy, he had made a call on him. This ain't the old Negro days. You can't make me shut up and then throw me out the game. He did it then, and he also said that he wasn't a role model. And those are the only two times in his history that I can remember we actually tried to act like he was standing up doing something. Like I said, I, it, it, that's good correction you got there for me, but I'm just saying, he has shown flashes of having some sort of common sense. Now, this latest shit, like there was nothing wrong with slavery and this other stuff, I'm like, are you getting ready to try to run for public office? Is your contract getting ready to terminate with uh, TNT? I don't know what it is, but this brother's been saying some stuff, man. It's just, I'm like, I'm like, who are you fucking, dog? I mean, I mean, what is it? Are you that whipped or are you that afraid or are you trying to get an extended contract? What is it? Oh, well, what has he been saying? Oh, stupid shit. Like, slavery is okay, and and, and it had its purpose. Uh, that uh, that that with oh, no. all with Ferguson, there was nothing wrong with that. And just a litany of things that that common sense black folk. You know what I'm saying? I'm not asking for a whole lot of, uh, you know, some kind of metaphysical, psychological. You know, you got to be on point with with seven or eight degrees, black belt or books or otherwise. I'm just saying <laughs> common sense shit. That there's no a business period that you have saying stupid shit like this other than the fact that you want some Uncle Tom foolery. Now, on the other side of that, uh, you wanted to get into uh, what Game has said oh, about yeah. about uh, the, the cops who got killed. And um, I read his uh, little statement, and, uh, you know, I, it, it was before, uh, you know, I realized what that what that was or, or what he was saying, but it, but it said, uh, I guess y'all can't breathe either. Uh, you know, uh, hashtag rest in peace, Eric Garner, and uh, hashtag all lives matter. Now, um, when I saw that and I saw the all lives matter, you know what I'm saying, uh, I honestly didn't have a problem with what he was saying uh, on either side, huh? 50-50, that's, that's the way uh, Fifty fifty. that's the way I look at it. Right, you know what I mean, like, he was he was really just being uh, honest, man. It's like y'all are getting killed because of this stuff too. You know what I mean? Rest in peace to the uh, to the kid who died, and all lives matter. Which you know he might have meant that, and, and of course um, it's being taken like he he was being very sarcastic about that or, or smug, you know. Um, but at, at first I didn't take it like that, you know, not realizing that that all lives that matter is something that, you know, uh, a lot of folks are coming out with trying to say that, you know, it's not just black lives or whatever and, and kind of, you know, turning a, a nose at that. So, um, and either way, it, it still comes out 50-50. You feel me? What is your take yeah. on that, Deb? You're from the Los Angeles area. 
you know how to how the black and white rolls down there with the sirens up on, on top. What what is your Dude, my like, first I reaction? Have, I gotta have this in L.A. Come on. My first reaction when I seen Game do that is the repercussions is they could that, and I'm fifty fifty on how they are when they get into that because this L.A. It's twenty two. Million motherfuckers, and I done drove past most of them this weekend. <laughs> doing the, doing the, the, as the single fathers listening to me, you know, doing the pick up and drop off stuff when you negotiating where you're willing to drop off your kids and pick up your kids via the court order, which says you're supposed to do whatever, but you want to spend extra time with them, so you barter with the mother, like, hey, I'll drop them off. I'll pick them up and drop them off or whatever it is if I could just get a few extra moments, another day or an hour. Bullshit, court system, whatever. Mm-hmm. But doing that and you driving past the cops, you see all these cops that's out here. You see how if you go to... A couple of years ago, me and my girlfriend went to go see Kevin Hart, which, by the way, you know, I'm going to call in the show later on and we're going to get into Kevin Hart, but that's not the same guy that I went to go see in 2013. New Year's Eve 2012, uh, going into 2013, that's not the same dude that I went to go see. He had commercialized and basically put his... Yeah, he has commercialized and basically put himself out there to where I see Kevin Hart on TV. I I, I damn near turn over every couch in my house looking for the remote to get away from it. Man, bro, can you name me one black comedian who hasn't done that? Cat Williams, and I'm scared for Cat because sooner or later. Cat Williams has made his stupid movies too. He's been in them. Another not movies and you know like scary movie and stuff like that. Uh, he's made yeah. his uh, he, he's made his two men, you know. And and going back, I mean honestly, when it comes to comedians, unfortunately, it's become tradition. Like you you think back to uh, uh, Richard Pryor, you know what I'm saying? Uh, he made his uh, you know I'm just trying to get out there movies too. He was in Superman. Like what? <laughs> I mean, you know? yeah, you got a point. For black comedians, yeah. it is it's a rough thing. Because I, I, was, I was a big Kevin Hart guy. I was a huge Kevin Hart guy. And so I got to tell you, bro, he's got a new one coming out, and uh, it, it's really good. And, you know, it's not it's not catered uh, necessarily towards uh, black folks, but it's not scaring them away either. But uh, it's a really good movie too. Um, I, I forgot what it's called. I mean, so, I, I still watch it. You know, you wedding. know how you be a fan of a certain ball player or whatever, and and, and like and you switch teams. I'm 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 a, I'm, I'm a diehard Lakers fan, but Nell will mm-hmm. tell you, and and a lot of people that that's in the group will tell you, I'm not a Kobe Bryant fan. I have been a Kobe Bryant fan since 2004, since him and Shaq had that fallout. <laughs> right. Yeah. You know, I I. I I ain't a young man, you know what I'm saying? Y'all, y'all, y'all done heard the rhetoric and, and, and the stuff that I done went through. I'm not a young man. I believe in the game played respectfully, 
and I believe in the game being played right. Guard's supposed to pass the ball to the big man, and the big man's supposed to average 20 a game, and the guard's supposed to average 7 assists, 15 points, and 2 steals. I, that's that. That's that's. I, I'm I'm a Magic Johnson kid from that era. Guard's supposed to average seventeen, seven and five, and the big man's supposed to average twenty three, ten and two. You know, I, I grew up in that era. Yeah, right. Kobe Bryant just wasn't fair. That just wasn't yeah, fair to the, the rest the, of the league. The, the Kobe Bryant shoot <laughs> the ball until my elbows swell up era. I'm not a fan of it. I'm not a fan of it. I, 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 I fucks with Kobe. I don't fuck. I fucks with Kobe and I fuck with Michael. I actually bought my son a, a, a magazine that Time had on the stands when we was in a grocery store. And it was talking about 30 years since Michael changed the game. I fuck with Kobe and I fuck with Mike. Get out of here, yeah, I, I, I fuck, I fuck with Kobe and I fuck with Michael. I just, I don't fuck with him on that level, you know. I'm old enough yeah. to remember when everybody on the playground was shooting sky hooks. Right. You know what I'm talking about, now. You know what I'm Damn, talking about, right? Right, no. <laughs> Hey, 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 your artist Gilmore's, your Patrick Ewing's, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. The captain, the golden guy, the captain was it. You know, old ugly ass Robert Perry. You 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 know, if you thirty five older, <laughs> if you thirty five older, if you start, I, I I'm I'm gonna take it a little bit further. I'm I'm gonna say if you thirty six, thirty seven older, your your opinion about Michael Jordan being the goat got a little bit of wavering to it. We all remember the sky autographs for the kids in West Chicago going yeah. into the game stadium. Like somebody going, yeah. one of the kids going to rob your ass going down Madison Avenue at the United Center. I, I yeah, I, yeah, I wavered. I'm not going to even lie to you. I did. I, we I all remember the sky hook, bro. We all remember the sky hook. Sky hook was. Hey, if you had, hey. I'm I'm gonna say it like this: if, if if you as a kid in 1986 or 1987 didn't have a sky hook, your ass would go get on the court. <laughs> they would go. I'm trying to tell you. <laughs> See, you you talking centers? You talking Elijah Wan, Big Moses Malone? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I, I believe in guards giving the ball up to the big man. Yeah, Basketball is about really height. Cool. So would y'all agree that, you know, the, the uh, athletes and the comedians and the entertainers, they're all just products now, you know? When you, or, when you watch it. Always been, always been products, especially what y'all are saying. You know when, saying? When, like, when you watch it, I mean, since Jim Brown and, 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 and the aforementioned Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, I mean, pick an athlete that has really stood out there. I'm a huge Magic Johnson fan. He's mm-hmm. done a lot in the city out here. But Magic is about showing his teeth and rubbing elbows with the white guys. But I mean that draw your line in the sand, I'm not compromising with you white people and your sadistic ways type athlete. We ain't had that since. I think Kareem was the last one, but Jim mm-hmm. Brown is the most prevalent one. Jim Brown would be the most prevalent one. Yeah. 
Well, I, I'm going to tell you I mean, one more time when you're about Michael Jordan. I'm Michael Jordan, you know, before and after he, he left the game and came back, but I'm not Michael Jordan, Washington Wizards. <laughs> that makes sense. <laughs> I ain't mad at you, Dale. I am not mad at you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, look, I am from Chicago, so I'm, I am Michael Jordan before and after, and I'm Michael Jordan when he was really, really a, a regular basketball player before he started doing the kind of like the favoritism that you know, they do with athletes that they love. Right. I'm Michael Jordan the couple of years he was losing to the bad boys because I, I, I respected his hustle, and you had, you did have to double team, quadruple, and actually beat up on him. Kind of like the night that Shaq got beat up on in Orlando when he came back during preseason. He said, and somebody heard him, he said, okay, y'all hurt me tonight. He said, since y'all want to do that, that's how we're going to do it. And Shaq was never the same. It was a preseason game. It was on Orlando. And I don't know who did something to him. I think it was before he choked out Roberts from Milwaukee. Roberts from Milwaukee. I remember that. (laughs) Remember that? And he slugged him on the Yeah, I remember that. <laughs> but he, well, you, you had your times. You get into them athletes, man, and I, I be the first one to tell you, man. I, I'm, I'm a nails. You know, right? You know, I'm, I'm a huge Magic Johnson fan. I ain't uh, fuck the numbers and the stats. I'm, I'm not a huge. I mean, I'm a Kobe fan. He, he, he did what he did for this franchise, and I be the first one to tell you. I was in the military when when we drafted Kobe and when we traded for him and all of that. I came home, seen him help build a couple of uh, a different eras of uh, a uh, championship um, runs. I just I'm a Magic guy. I grew up with Magic. I mm-hmm. had a pair of Converse weapons, the ill Converse weapons. You know what I'm saying? The Converse weapons that that you'll pop two hundred you know, for to try to find now. I remember right. busting my ass in school to get all A's to get a pair of Converse weapons. So I'm, I'm a Magic dude. And to see what Magic did after the riots, it's hard for me to put any label on Kobe Bryant, especially being in the grind out here in L.A. and growing up in L.A. I, mm-hmm. <laughs> If this I makes just, sense to you. he's younger than me. He have a younger, he have a little brother stigma to him. And a lot of people don't know. They take off on him and they, oh, he shitted on Shaq. He did this and he did that. Kobe going on out here. He got a homeless program where he get like 50 or 60,000 people and they do a homeless pro, uh They do a walk for the homeless and they do donations after, after they do the walk for the homeless. And he'd be out there on the grind, beat in the dirt, beating the homeless like me and my dukes used to do back in 84 when we'd get out of church and bring the big pot of spaghetti. Who real up in here? Who remember the big pot of spaghetti <laughs> downtown beating the homeless folks? Who remember the big pot of spaghetti? You and my dukes and all of them deaconess downtown feeding the, uh, the homeless folks with the pot of spaghetti. He'd do that. But he burned so many bridges before he got into that. Nobody was receptive to so that. So the question is, do you roll with uh, Magic Johnson now? Yeah, I kind of do. I, yeah. I, 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 I kind of do because you got to remember, I grew up out here, so I'm also a, a huge 
Y'all seen the post in the group just saying, I'm the only one. Nails will tell you, I be posting about the Dodgers during football season, and I'm a, I'm a big football season, big Steelers fan. But mm-hmm. I be posting yeah, about I gotta the Dodgers. I got to hear about it every time y'all play the Cubs, though. It's, it's usually not good news for me. <laughs> hey, 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 I'm jealous as hell, though, because I like, I like the hire that y'all did. Uh, uh, I'm going to tell you right now. That 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 that's the best manager in baseball. I wish we would have went after him. I don't know why we did. That was a great hire, Neil. That was a great Man, that hire. Guy from, that guy from the Devil Rays. Oh my goodness! That's that. that I, I was shocked. I was shocked. Joe, Joe, Joe Madden is the best manager in baseball, bar none. That's, that's two World but, Series but, right there. But, World Series front man. We got the GM. We we got the GM from Tampa Bay. They got that Tampa right. Bay lineup, and we got. Hey, you you see what he did? As soon as he got here, he 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 traded everybody he didn't like. <laughs> he traded Matt Kemp. All, all the girls gave up their season tickets out here. As soon as he traded oh. Matt Kemp, as soon as he traded me, uh, as soon as he traded Matt Kemp, me and my girlfriend had a heated argument. I told her, I said, <laughs> I, I said you could be upset about it, you could be mad about it, but I'm gonna tell you what, but, but Matt Kemp ain't got it. for the last four or five weeks, so. You saw something that hey. anybody else didn't see. You might think last you know, I, you know, I wasn't a fan of Matt Kemp to begin with. <laughs> I told him. I said, you could be upset about it, you could be mad about it, but Matt Kemp ain't got nothing on this steak dinner. I said, so you need to be mad about the Matt Kemp trade when we get in the car and when we get yeah, the left. Not before, <laughs> not before I get the bill. If you mad at it before I get the bill, you paying your half for the bill. But but you, but you know what your boy Magic he he has two hats to me. He's got the business sense of fifty cents. And people can say what they want to say about fifty cents, but that's the smartest businessman in the business. And when you make as much money as Beyonce and Jay Z put together, you are yeah. a hell of a businessman. And I can respect your business sense. So Magic is the fifty cents of of, of sports uh, doers and, and businessmen. But he's also the Muhammad Ali of basketball because you know like I know, and they did the stories on him, and you've probably seen the 30-30. It was us blacks versus them whites when it was came down to Boston. And Dr. J had already smacked the boy up after he, after he, that bird up after he was in that clinch. But everybody, if you was a Laker fan or not, you wanted magic, and that Laker team was the captain to beat that Boston team. Because there was a swagger and arrogance about these people that they they completely the year that that captain him smacked them up. If I'm if I'm getting my years right, correct me if I'm wrong. Because I know you, I'm talking to an aficionado of, of 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 the Lakers and the captain. But the year that they cheated Dominique and them out of the opportunity to go to the NBA Finals because of Bird, I think it was, I think it was '86. I think actually I think that was the year that Boston won. But whenever that was, I think it was '88. Man, the captain and Magic and them put a number on them cats, man, and some comeback shit that was legendary. And I think y'all beat them down there, didn't you? Or did you beat them at home? The year y'all beat Boston. Uh, I want to say it was 80. I want to say it was 85. We beat them. It was the first year. That may have been it. All I know, I was the first year we beat them. 
because we lost them in '84. L.A. was hurt behind that, man. They really were. They were really and, hurt behind and, that. And, and, and I'm gonna tell you, '84 we lost to them. '86 oh, we '86 we lost to the Rockets, but '84 we lost to them. That was definite. I, I uh, '84 made me a racist. And I know, uh, I I I, I yeah. know it 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 send white folks into a fucking frenzy when they be like, black people shouldn't be a racist. No, we got every motherfucking opportunity and right to be a racist. We have never been in power in this country. Never. So if black people want to be a racist, we good and goddamn well ready to be a racist. With that being mm-hmm. said. I grew up in Southern California. Yeah. And I believe that if an interracial relationship makes you happy, you should be happy. But like I told my son, if you marry a white woman, we got a problem. The same (laughs) thing my mama told me. My mama told me if she don't get brown in the summer, don't bring it in my house. I'm cool. Well, hey, look, man, but but with uh, these day and ages, man, uh, your son coming home with a white woman ain't the worst thing that could happen. I'm. I I didn't I, I didn't want to go there and argue with my with elaborate my mama. Man, I don't even want to. I don't even want to. We one hundred here, you know. <laughs> But you know what I mean. Look, man, there's worse things that your son could come home with. Oh, yeah, yeah. You talking about the broke risk factor? Yeah, I'd rather. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna get. I'm gonna get. Be straight up. This is this is my radio station. Cut me off, block stuff. If you want to, you already cheat me out of a show. I'm supposed to be able to have two a day. I only got one a day. But my son. Yeah, I, 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 I didn't want to go there and argue with my mother. I, I, I wanted to leave it to where it was. But you know. Now, as you know, I'm a military cat. Once you get out there yeah. and you yeah, kind of get right. your feelers out there, you start realizing, you know, it's a, it's a little bit different. And as a military cat concerned about, I'm not going to get too deep into the rules. I'm not going to expose it to uh, people that's not been in the military, but they're they, what they call the three basics. Right. Uh and, and as a military cat, they explain it depending on what branch you are. And right, actually, right. this is this applies to you being a man, and more men need to operate in this realm. And the three basics is clean drawers, cooked food, and dealing with my children. If you can't find right. a woman that can do those three things, you need to stop trying to thinking about marrying her, and you need to keep fucking her and looking for somebody else. If she can't keep your drawers clean, if she can't keep up with your children, and she can't keep your food where it need to be, and your laundry where it need to be, I mean, let's be realistic. As a man, you have an opportunity, white or black, you're going to make more money than the woman you're involved with. Which you're mm-hmm. making more money than the woman you're involved with. She need to accept the fact that you're going to have to work late hours, Christmas, holidays, or whatever it is. 
CEOs all the way down to the dude that wiped the bathroom windows. Right. Holidays, whatever it is. Mm -hmm. So with that being accepted, the order that that woman needs to understand is if this man is bringing a bread in the house, I need to fuck him, feed him, and wash his clothes. Right. (laughs) And people say, well, that's caveman. No, that's a good deal. Because if the shoe is on the other foot and you the guy and you making less money, you need to be doing the same shit. Man, that's actually a really good point to bring up. You know what I mean? Because uh, yeah. if, if you a guy, these, you need to be doing the same shit. In these, in these uh, day and ages, you know what I mean? That that uh, that that family unit is uh, really missing that. You know what I mean? It's Actually, and uh, I was reading an article earlier. I believe it was uh, uh, Flossie who, who who put it out there, and it was uh, seven reasons uh, or, or, or seven uh, 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 or, or facts or something why uh, <clears throat> the government and and their assistance programs and stuff like that is pushing uh, the fathers out of the house. Yeah, you know. And uh, you That's know what's going on, on on the support uh, on the support that uh, it, it offers and things like that, and the way that they offer it, which is um, if you're married, you can't get the same support that you can get if you're a single mother uh, out there. Uh, you know what I mean? Uh, uh, getting uh, or or a part of the, the the governmental assistance program, wherever it may be, or or however involved. Either way, uh, the way it's set up, uh, they receive more, they get more uh, when uh, the father is not involved. They get more, they receive more when uh, they they uh, turn over the father to the government, uh, saying that this is the father of the uh, child, uh, and, uh, you know, I want uh, you to monitor the support out of him. When... Um, when the statistics uh, in there showed that um, fathers that that uh, you know uh, had had children, you know, a uh, whole baby mama situation, whatever, uh, when the baby's born, they usually got jobs. You know what I mean? They're they're holding down something, you know, and, and usually making uh, more money than the mothers. But but the thing right. is that uh, she can uh, do well, and they call it. This is what it's called nowadays: is I can do bad by my damn self. But what you're doing is you're just uh, saying, forget trying to uh, work on any type of relationship, or even you know, I mean, uh, whether it's easy or it's hard. When uh, I can just uh, have the government be the father uh, in this household. And the opening chapter of that book is called "The Willie Lynch Rules." You know what I'm saying? Minimize the importance of the black man. Make 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 them put the, the, the black woman in the, in the slave home a degree above the man where he has the answer to her. Put her closest to the master so that she can, uh, you know, make things happen and then have her children learn how to be subservient to the white man and minimize the black man as much as you can. And unfortunately, no matter if, even if you add a teaspoon of Kool-Aid to a five-gallon jug, and it may not be a Kool-Aid, it might be salsa water at that time because you're only getting a taste of what it is. You're still getting the Willie Lynch rules in full effect today because, I mean, when you look at the so-called power chicks, your Oprah's, 
your kiss ass Gail Kings, you know, chicks like this, they're revered as power women and stuff, and your fear is with your Floyd Mayweathers, with your, you know, your, your, your my man, your Ray Rices, with your um, Bill Cosby's, these kind of cats here. It's a fear factor because uh, in the jungle, you know, the dominant lion is always the one that gets the job done. And even if the females go out there and gather up the grub and everything, when the, when the, when the, when the, when the strong male lion comes trotting in, they know to get the hell out the way and let him eat first, and he'll leave you enough for y'all to eat being that y'all went out there and got the damn thing done. My problem is now I've been married in April 30 years, which is, 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 a, is a hard accomplishment in itself because I'm not only difficult to live with, but I'm a little bit, because of the, in the military, I'm a little bit on, on the rigidity side on certain things. But I don't check my you know water. Feeling. You know what I'm saying? I yeah, and it's hard to shake <laughs> You already know how it is. It's hard to shake that rigidity off. And when the women be thinking that we're losing our damn minds, but in reality, that is the stuff that makes up the heroes. By the way, we don't get enough hero commercials to feel like we're included in that. Because oh. every every yeah, every time you see it, somebody coming home from from the combat area or coming home from overseas, it's always a white man with a full family. But you want to show commercials where there's only one parent, either the man or the woman in the house, and there's never a joint thing. See, it's the it's the subliminal. What Elijah Muhammad used to call the subliminal subduction, as it were. Because subliminally, if you don't see a full family of the mother and father, African-Americans, I'm talking now, because white folks, they already got their own thing together, plus some extra shit that I just can't buy into because it's like Biggie said, two dicks and no bitch, you find yourself in some serious shit. So I'm not subscribing to the gay portion of what I'm talking about. That's your business, and that's what your balance is, that's what you do. I don't subscribe to it, I don't believe in it, and I don't have a phobia. It's called homophobia. I don't have that shit. I just don't believe what the fuck you do. Guess what? Under the Constitution, I've got the right to feel that way, think that way, and everything under the rules and guidelines. That right. You know what I'm saying? What I'm saying is, is if I'm operating within the rules of the game, don't give me your version of the book. Well, these are supposed to be the rules because the military is to teach us. It's light green and dark green, but, of course, we already saw what it was. My wife was having difficulty during her pregnancy. I can't come home. Some son of a bitch, who, some white dude gets to come home, and all his wife did was probably stub a hangnail or something. So and so and so the way I look at this whole thing, I've always seen this thing, and, and like I said, I'm I'm on I've already dipped into the fifty the fifty plus side. You know what I'm saying? Five deuce in April. I've experienced the whole gamut of what this man's book is, what our book is. And and I don't say what our place is because fuck you, we were here first on the earth first. So I never subscribe to being less than you. I'm just mathematically basically sound. I'm not less than or greater than you, but I'm certainly equal to you. What's worse? What's worse is I saw the most sexist and racist commercial I've ever seen in my life, uh, and it was on Comcast somewhere. But uh, it. It had all these men in black shirts, and they weren't saying anything. They were just uh, looking uncomfortable. Uh, the majority of them, at least a good uh, 65 to 70% uh, of the guys were black. And at the end of the commercial, um, after showing all these different guys, maybe like 20 different guys, it goes that uh, – that, um, 
uh, abuse uh, or household abuse or what do you call it, uh, um, uh, whatever type of abuse is is, uh, hard for everybody to talk about. And I was like, wow. Like not even NFL commercials, man. That's some damn NFL commercials, man. Roger Goodell been pushing that shit. Nell to tell you, man, I've I've been hard on Roger Goodell because I I believe if uh, there's ever been a definition of a fuck motherfucker, he is it. He sit and he collect a check from the NFL for basically half-ass doing his job. Hmm. And there is no other job where you can do your job the way he's done his job and collect a $44 million check or 46 or 41 or whatever it is because it's in the 40s. But he basically has, we know as black men, you cannot, you cannot operate your life by reaction. You have to take action. Roger Goodell has basically reacted to every situation. He's never took an action. He took that office, he took that job, and he basically said everything is fine the way it is. <laughs> then you had the player transgressions where God's getting in trouble left and right, and he reacted and he overreacted by suspending dudes longer than he was supposed to. He always overreacted. He overreacted, and then people said, well, you know what? He's doing too much. So then with him doing too much, the commissioner's committee basically looked at it and said, okay, well, you know, we'll put it out to the owners, the guys who's paying your salary, cut the check and see whether you're doing too much. Well, the owners really don't give a shit. Other than Jim mm-hmm. Ursay, name name me an owner that's been in enough trouble to where they said, hmm, we might have to scrutinize what you're doing, and we might have to take a second look at how you're running your operation. And then with Jim Ursay, I believe the Ray Rice case was swept under the rug. I believe the commissioner saw that tape, but the Ray Rice case was swept under the rug, so it could be brought out at a later date to kind of draw attention from Jim Ursay case. This white boy had 30 grand with him at a controlled substance. If that was a nigga, they would have extradited him and put him up under the ocean. <laughs> Just right. think about it. If that was a nigga, if that was a, if that was a nigga, man,
the machine, not just anything else. And the machine says white meat, dark meat when it digests the top. White meat goes down smooth, not a lot of trauma, not a lot of headway, not a lot of friction. Dark meat makes my stomach upset, gets my cholesterol and my blood pressure high, and I need to let people know that the dark meat and the machine in this situation is a problem, a.k.a. Bill Cosby. Jim Ursay has 30 grand on him, 30 grand, 30 grand, and an unnamed amount of uncontrolled substance, which I believe to be cocaine and oxycontin. Oh, you see, you see how that nigga was dressed. That white boy was dressed like Nelly, one of them flamboyant shirts on, and all of that other. If that was a nigga, if that was a black person, if that was a black person, let's be real, if that was a black person, man. Right. Do y'all see how they doing Bill Cosby over thirty-year accusations? Can y'all imagine if they had actually physical evidence? Bill Cosby doing this shit in the man, they would mm-hmm. they, they would have went and got this, Bill Cosby. Real quick, this, this might have been know. the first actual public lynching that we'd have seen if it had it been a black person. Bro. Imagine if they'd caught Will Smith's lynching. They can't oh, wait to catch that. Will Smith. Five zero three eight four seven. Who we got? Hello. Five zero three eight four seven. Hello. Yeah, who we got? This is T Hamid. What's Hello. going on? Uh, what's going on with him? What's happening? Just listening into some good conversation right here. Yes, sir. <laughs> yes, sir. Yeah, this, is, this, is another, uh, this is another one of uh, my folks over here uh, at the studio, Salmon Street Studios. You know, we got uh, T. Hamid, uh, another very skilled producer, uh, you know what I'm saying, holding it down for stack season. Man, what's good with you today? Let's go. Man, just, just, just been running around trying to piece together this puzzle as usual, you know, trying to get out of this struggle. Had to go check out this uh this new spot, uh, I am uh, going to be fortunate being being part of this opportunity of building this spot. It's going to be a new uh, cell phone business, and um, oh. basically what they do, they they pretty much are the inventors of uh, the flash. You know, flash, getting your phones flash, and they're right. looking to open up a, a brand new shop off of 122nd and Gleason, right behind the Walgreens. And um, man, it's going to be some big things. They're also going to offer. They're going to offer a cell phone services. They're going to offer cell phone repair. Anything you can think of, water damage. Um, you need your your uh, your board replaced. Um, all the way down to blind blow up phones. You know, it's it's going to be it's going to be a big deal. They're already you know doing a lot of subcontracting work. It's going to be the first uh, store in the in the area. Well, not the first store, but it's. The first store that's a repair shop and an actual store, so it's going to be all in one because you can't get all in one. You either have to you, you get your phone damaged, you got to go to another shop to get it repaired, or you got to send it to the company. You know, so for sure. 
Yeah, man, I could go off on a tangent on that, but we go. I want to keep. I want to keep that short and get back to the topic that um, is at hand right now. I'm listening to. You know what I'm saying? So uh, I, I'm, but, uh, I'm mad right now because I used to live in Portland. So when he started spit that out, I was like, Yeah, I remember. I used to live in Gresham for a little while. When he started yeah. spitting that out, I was like, Yeah, I remember, man. I used to live off of um, um, my 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 family used to stay off of two forty seventh up there, and uh, I went up there to help family out. You know what I'm saying? And, oh, that was like Fairview. It was deep. Yeah, I I, 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 I stayed up there for about a year. Yeah. I know. I, I I used to ride the I used to ride the train down there, man. I I actually got a homegirl that um she uh I used to go down to uh Central City Concern, man. I'm 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 a vet and uh I was grinding, so I was up there with some family, but I had a job and I was actually working for the Timbers when I was up there. So yeah. Oh, you were um, working for the Tim- Timbers? Yeah. How long yeah, ago was I, that? Too long ago. Damn. Man. Uh, that I was, was up there. That, that was 2011, man. I used to fix trash compactors up there, man. I, I got I got a little skills with my hands, you know, from uh, my time in the military. Mm-hmm. So uh, when I was up there, you know, I had some family going through some issues, and I was going through some issues, and you know how family is. They like, man, don't be down there going through no issues by yourself. Come be with family. I came up there and I was kicking it, man. And I used to, man, that was my thing, man. I used to ride, I used to ride the light rail religiously, bro. I used to have tickets. And I still got some tickets, I think. As as why you move. <laughs> wow. I still got some tickets. But I, 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 man, I, I, as as a matter of fact, speaking of tickets, I, I, I actually think. Uh, I got a couple of charges from riding the light rail without my ticket. When you know how they they hop on the light rail and they get on you like, hey, what you got? And you ain't got your ticket. You know what I'm saying? Hey, hey, hey when it's five hundred dollars, I said you might want to lay low. Two hundred fifty. Yeah, shot. yeah, they don't play. Uh, they don't, they I'm, don't I'm play. I'm good, man. I'm in Cali. They're gonna have to extradite me. I'm, I'm sure they won't. <laughs> I'm, I'm sure. I'm sure they want to. They want to shot. Send them back on the Greyhound. Send them on the Greyhound. But yeah, man, I man, that that that, that brings back some memories, man. I I used to be on my grind, man. I used to be in downtown Portland, man. I, my spot used to be I go to Central City Concern, and uh, they'll send you out for them labor ready type jobs. And, uh, yeah. and I was up there. I was up there at one point, man. I was in Hillsboro and I was digging graves for like two weeks oh. straight. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Yeah, that'll get your mind right. right. <laughs> that'll get your mind right. I was digging no graves, right? Yeah. Man, I, yeah, I, I that'll get your mind right. I mean, though. you know, when you, when you get on the grind and you're doing what you're doing for family, man, you, you it's all about the check. You know, yeah, it is. At, at the end of the day, it's all about the chicks. I, I sit back and I look at it now, I'm like, damn, I was in a different zone. If a nigga gave me a shovel and told me to dig a grave, nigga, I'd be pulling out pistols. <laughs> like, <laughs> what's, what's the problem here? But you, you, well, you're in a different mind frame. But yeah, yeah man, like, I, man. I mean, when 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 you talk about being on the grind, man, I I, I was in Hillsboro, man. I, I'd be in like. Mad different places when I was up there, 
because I'm, I'm catching the train out of Gresham. I'm going to downtown Portland, you know, and then you getting these little tickets to go, okay, go work on this job. And what happened was I stumbled onto the job with the Timbers, which was just like right down the street from where I was mm-hmm. in Central City Concern. And uh, I remember I still got my Kobe Bryant headphones when I was up there at at at, at the Fred Myers and, and all the places. No, you used to work with them folks for yeah, a minute, yeah, right? Yeah, you know I, I I got I got my roots up there. You know what I'm saying? I, I know my people, man. I, I got I got a couple of spots to to get to drove right. from off a of, off a hundred and eighty la 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 whatever yeah yeah yeah. <laughs> Of 180 a night. Yeah, man. Oh, you used to work up there with them folks, right? Yeah, I was there. Um, I was there for like 12 years, man. Um, wow. I was running the uh the preferred um uh the preferred club level. When they added on that second part of the park, they put a brand new kitchen over there, and um they had me running that kitchen over there. I was I was running that for two years before I was just like, you know what? Yeah, I, I'm ready to do something else. So. And then, you know, there's a long story behind that. Let's let's just let's just say that, and uh, right. we'll just leave it at that. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I was right there with Greg you, bro. Golden up there when I was up there, man. I I I, I talked to dude, and yo, man, I, I I'm actually playing praying for that brother, man, because he was on some alcoholic shit when I was talking to him when I was working. I, I just happened to. You know, get up from them upper decks and the bellies of, of the goddamn stadium and shit when I was down there. And uh, you know, when 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 you electrician in a particular venue, you know people fuck with you. You know, people fuck right. with you that you don't normally. I actually met y'all, uh, y'all boy. I didn't know he was that heavy in the game up there. Uh, um, Michael Douglas. Like he he a part owner of the Timbers and, and I met Goldie Hahn and a couple of them other through there, but uh, mm-hmm. the dude that I met that stood out was I met Greg Owen because he was like a real dude when I met him and shit. He was also he was on some alcoholic shit when I met him. Like yo, bro, you kind of sloppy, <laughs> you But I got where he was coming from. Like like you got the hopes of a city. Like you gotta actually experience Portland to know what the fuck going on up there. You can't just right. be like you know. As a West Coast cat, I was always in Cali. You know, mm-hmm. I'm South Central bred. You know, you don't really know that much about Oregon. And what happened was, I had some family. My older brother moved up there, and he had a lot of stuff happening: strokes and heart attacks and all that stuff. Boy, passed, but I. I went up there to chill with family, you know, and, and to get my head right. And I'm up there, man, and he used to always joke with me before he got sick when I would come visit. Like, Portland is cool, but they only got a handful of G's. He ain't lying neither, you know what I'm saying? It's some it's some weekend gangbanging motherfuckers up there, but I met some motherfuckers that was real. When you, <laughs> when you get down in the garage... <laughs> You be like, yo, you talking about right now? I met some real motherfuckers when I was up there. I met some motherfuckers that was like, yo, you slide by the crib. We going up into Vancouver. After we slide up into Vancouver, we going to a house party. After we go to the house party, I'm going to drop you off. I'm like, nigga, that's 7 o'clock. 
Hey, Doug, did you hear about the uh, the shooting up here at the school uh, just about a week ago? Nah, 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 nah. I ain't been in touch with my people's up there, man. Man, I got was people's right up there, there to man. live in Northeast. I got I got people's up there to live in Northeast for them, man. Yeah, yeah. It was it was uh, in Northeast, man. So uh, now it's coming out. A affidavit is outlining the uh, that it was alleged gang motives uh, in the shooting that Ooh. happened out here. Not too long ago. Wow. This just came yesterday. 16-year-old and an 18-year-old. They were brothers. And, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm going to have to get yeah. on the horn with my people, man. Hey, hey a lot of people, people don't know about Portland, man. Y'all, y'all got to educate people, man. Like, like I got a homeboy that was related to my family that stayed in that. Man, that motherfucking paper that y'all got, that busted shit. Yo, yo yeah. y'all got to tell somebody. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's that's all bad. <laughs> you got a dollar, you got a bunch of paper. <laughs> that shit grimy. I think they yo. added a tax on it. I think it went up a little bit. What? For real? Mm-hmm. That's grimy as fuck. That shit grimy than a motherfucker. I seen that paper, I was like, that shit grimy as shit. But yo, man, hey, that shit went up official, man. We got about 38 minutes left. And I got to go back to that NFL stuff you were talking about with Roger Godell and the owner real quick, man. You know, what I find strange about that cat, like you said, he don't he don't never take charge. He just kind of delegates a lot of shit. Um, there was a story that just was, along with the Ray Rice, the time Ray Rice was going through what he was going through, that kind of disappeared a little bit. And, of course, you know, some of the hardcore Cowboy fans we got in the group, they don't really like to talk about it. But Jerry Jones was up for a sexual assault, and they just kind of let that kind of disappear. How, if that's America's team, if they're the highest-paid team in football, how does that story get away? Along with John Elway's son knocking a bitch down some stairs and shit uh, for whatever reason, and that got pushed under the rug. I guess it all depends on who you are. Yeah, that's, that's a who you are and where you at type shit, though, man. Like, we got to be realistic about it. That's why I'm, I'm I'm not feeling any brothers putting themselves in a position where they expose us like that. It's a who you are and where you at, and you got to realize who you are and where you at. I mean, who you are as a black man is America. And, and who you are as a black man and where you at is you in America. President Obama, looking at a broad ass, is going to weigh a lot heavier than President Bush. Looking at a broad dash. Right. Recognize who you are and where you at. And that's why I get into them police cops and everything, man. We in Rome. We just ain't realize we in Rome. But we all right. know the saying, when you in Rome, do as the Romans do. We in Rome. This paganomics that they involve in is some deep shit. Mm-hmm. We can't operate. When you in Rome, do as the Romans do. But the problem is we in Rome, but we can't do as the Romans do. We need to be aware we in Rome, but we right. can't do as the Romans do. Be aware right. that you in Rome. Be very aware that you're in Rome, but do not do as the Romans do. Only half of that statement applies to us. Because when you do as the Romans do, because I don't believe that Bill Cosby is I don't I don't believe that 
he is guilty of all the accusations. I'm not gonna say he's not guilty of some of them. I'm just, <laughs> or or right. I'm, I'm not gonna say he's not guilty of all of them. I, I'm saying he might be guilty of some of them. But we can't do what they do, children. And they say it need to be fair. We need to be on a fair playing field. What? How is this a fair playing field? We came over here in shackles. Right. What part yeah. of being what what part of being coming of being drug over here in shackles is being fair? Right. Realize what we doing, what we up against, and organize the system for us to be successful enough to survive. Right. That's, That's all we need to worry about these generations that we uh, that we dealing with right now is survival. Depends we on might not see we might not see it in our lifetime, bro. We <laughs> might not see it in our lifetime. We 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 need to look at this like Harriet Tubman and then was looking at it like, hey, we just want to get the slaves out. We might not they they was like we might not see a black mayor or a black millionaire, but we want to get the slaves out. Well, guess what? Martin Luther King and them was looking at it like, I might not see a black president or a black governor or a black mayor, but we want to get the equality out. Well, guess what? We got a black president, but we still not have an equality. So we need to take control of our opportunity and our venue in this and stop expecting more than we're going to get. Because right now, all we need to do is make sure that we educate that young generation so we don't see that dumb shit that we've been watching. Man, I'm telling you right now, one of the best days of my life is for them to announce that they was canceling 106 in parks. Mm, yeah. I'm, so, I'm so sick of that fucking shit. We need to move past that shit. Yeah. Man, BET been gone for us. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, it, it, I stopped watching. Yeah, I stopped watching BET in, in 
they always had kings of Africa. And all the pharaohs were black men. And it's recognized that they were black. It's also recognized in the Bible, even though they, they forgot to tear the pages out when they were tearing out all the pages that involved us. Um, that Jesus, you know, the feet of brass, pair of sheep's wool by definition. That's the brother that they're talking about. The brother got the nappy ass head and the sheep wool. We already know that. And the feet of brass, of course, describes us also. And, and Nazareth, because they always do programs talking about Jesus of Nazareth. Nazareth is a is a uh, a small country that's on the continent of Africa. So so that's our geology and our, and our history portion of it. Now, when you sit up here and you come up here. Making Cleopatra, who by the way was the queen of Egypt, you're trying to make her white because of Liz Taylor, and you're buying into that, and you're 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 doing stuff like, you know, this Exodus movie that I went and watched, where instead of Moses going to God and talking to God up on the mountain like he did, they had this ten year old, eleven year old little white boy running around with an English accent, and it's a known fact that people from England and Europe did not exist in the times of Jesus or in the times of Galileo or, 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 or Egypt and stuff, Egyptian times. It's a known fact that Europeans didn't exist as we know them during that time. But to have an English-speaking Moses, to have a non-black Moses, to have a, a, a bunch of brothers standing around because they, you can see even on the, on the, in the, inside the uh, pyramids, that they were brothers and they have no speaking parts whatsoever. And the closest thing you got to it was a, probably an Egyptian woman that was talking to Moses, which turned out to be his wife. I have a problem with, with not only how America tells our history, whether it's Charles Drew inventing blood plasma that people use to save people's lives now, that he died on the stairs of the hospital that he created the blood plasma for because they wouldn't let him in because he was black. Uh, and, and I have a problem with how Hollywood depicts us and pulls us out and steals all of our, our characters. Our fellow in Shakespeare was a black man. He was not white, although you try to make him that. Larry Fishburne was the closest thing we got to Othello, and they did it in abstract. And it's always problematic when uh, the average child, when they look in the book, what is the first thing a child does? They look to see something that is a facsimile of who they are within that book. And when you only run us to as far as slaves, but yet you ignore the fact that Egypt, and Israel and all these other places are part of Africa. So they have the, the Israelis and the Hebrews were black folks. There's actually no such thing as a Jewish person because Judaism is actually a religion. Right. It's problematic just to have this history broken down this way. So when I went and saw the Exodus, hats off to Jerry Bruckheimer who did CSI 3D graphics on on the scenery. But when you get to history, it's failing. And it's insultive to have that type of history. And every time Moses went to talk to someone, you know, you remember the original uh, uh, Ten Commandments movie you saw, God was using his hand to write the commandments. But in this one, he had Moses actually doing it. And he also showed Moses getting basically a recon squad together of bows and arrows to go and fight Pharaoh and stuff. And they didn't show him laying down a staff or doing anything. This recreation, you know, recreation and recreation is spelled the same way. So when you have recreation, it's a fun thing. It's just something to do. It's a relaxing thing. But then you have a recreation, which I guess recreation is the recreating of one's life through relaxation and relaxing and thinking about what the important stuff is. 
it's hard for me to kind of devise what the, the truth is and what a lie is. And if I wasn't the age that I was, I would be completely confused because the story they were telling was so off, off center, even the critics wasn't buying into what they're saying. What is your thoughts, anybody, or, or all three of you, on what your thoughts are of how they more or less remove blacks from history in general? Yeah. Anybody? Has anybody else seen uh, that movie, actually? Uh, I boycotted it. Did you? <laughs> I, I, I boycotted it, man. I just, I kept looking at the previews, and I did a little digging on the Internet, man. And it's just, it's hard to buy into it, man. Like, I'm, 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 um. I'm going to disclose for the people we got online. Nails and Rawhide, no, man. I see in the group banging, man. Like, I, I don't do this pagan holiday. People walk up to me and they say Merry Christmas or Happy Holidays. Like, I don't even respond, bro. Like, right. this is a holiday that has been derived from something where they used to actually execute each other, execute black folks, and ass-fuck each other, man. This is some... This is one of the most pagan holidays, if it was ever a pagan holiday, to celebrate. Like, I, I broke both my children at eight. I was like, ain't no such thing as fucking Santa Claus. When they get, when they both turn twelve, yeah, when they both turn twelve, I'm, I'm, I'm. Now the problem is, is that um, we're we're still in uh, we're still in Rome. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, hey, hey, bruh, bruh. Talking about no nah, man, I'm not down with it. I don't, I don't celebrate that. You know. Hey yo, people treat me like shit because I don't celebrate Christmas, man. Like I've, I, I've, I haven't celebrated Christmas in about my son is, my son is eleven. I, I haven't celebrated Christmas in over nine years. And uh, wow. like people treat me like Chris, uh, like like shit because I don't celebrate Christmas, man. I, I I'd have had people call me a goddamn. Communist. I've had Man. people say some ridiculous shit to me because I don't think they'll celebrate Christmas. And it, and it's horrible because and, 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 and when you get to breaking them down and, and uh, you know you really get it, get into their chest about it, I'm like I'm a black man in America. What the fuck I'm supposed to be celebrating Christmas for? They used to hang niggas in Chris on Christmas. Like Black Man. Friday is when they used to sell slaves and shit. What the fuck I look like celebrating Christmas for? And when you start spitting that real at them, they'll back off from you about celebrating Christmas, but they still treat you like you're a communist. Right. Yeah. 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 And I'll be on, I'm a black man in America. Fuck Christmas. That shit don't mean shit to me. I don't give a fuck. Mm-hmm. And you think about it. Klaus. Yeah, Claus is not what the fuck I give a fuck about Christmas for. Fuck Germans, you know how they thought about it. Fuck Christmas and fuck Santa Claus. Like I'm never on that bullshit. Like that's other people be on that bullshit. Right. But you know, you'll you'll get off into that, and they be on some other shit. And you fuck around, you step on some toes, man. Like when you get out there. 
you'll step on some toes. And I, I realize I step on a lot of people's toes when I get on out there and I'll be <laughs> on that. But I'm cool with that because that's my beliefs. And when you get deep into your beliefs, you ain't trying to waver your beliefs to nobody's fucking feelings. Right. This, this, this is y'all feelings versus my beliefs. You ask mm-hmm. me in March, I'm like, fuck Christmas and fuck Santa Claus. And they like, oh, you'll you change how you feel when you're running around here with gay shit. Look at this shit. They got police. They got police cars. Bible man. They got police cars in front of the apartment. If you think you're a Bible thumper, you believing in the Bible? There's no way in the world you're running around here talking about you're homosexual and glad about it when it teaches about Sodom and Gomorrah right there in the Bible. Because the the whole concept of gay thing is Sodom. Mm-hmm. And Sodom is and, and Sodom and Gomorrah or, or the Sodomites were punished in, in, in the Bible. So in, in reality you're telling and the rest of us that somehow we are have a new phenomenon of some kind of phobia because we're not buying into fuckery that is not of our own making. Now, granted you're gonna have some of us out there doing it and in and parlaying and then being part of that, just like you got people running around here. I'm sorry, sisters, if you're listening, but Sisters with blonde hair um, perplexes me. Great, blue contacts and name boggles you damn mind. It, it does. <laughs> I mean, it boggles my mind, perplexes me. It puts me in a twist because I'm like, you know, one sister I heard say once, "Well, we're trying to, you know, keep up so we can keep our men," but in reality, under the Willie Lynch rules that you've always subscribed to, deep down inside, you really don't trust us too much. For one reason or another, whether you were abused or maybe you think just psychologically that this man somehow has a thumbs up or a one up someplace somehow because you don't really believe in us per se. If you did, you'd be a lot more supportive of, of, of a brother rather than trying to figure out faults because in reality, and, and, and women may get mad when I say it, but there's a lot of women out here, men, that more or less know, even the, even the lesbians knows that if they truly want to find their way to the top of the mountain, they have to come through a man in order to do that. And there's nothing wrong with you supporting yourself being a woman and about being a woman. But in reality, though, in reality, depend on men, and you still value what a man thinks because you actually know what the natural order of things is. And like Alicia Keys said, a, 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 a woman respects the fact that a man has come first. Now, whether that's coming or like or like or, or like or like Kanye said, the only time I feel good is when I'm good about about coming is when I'm coming. You understand what I'm saying? But either right. way, you realize you you understand what I'm saying. You realize that a man, in, in essence, in the natural order of things, who got here first, and he's not a full plate ahead of you, but he is just that one degree. Quran teaches that. Bible teaches that is that a man is but one degree above a woman. You expect him to be the provider. You expect him to be the vanguard and the warrior. But because society has taught you to say, fuck a man, and you'd rather go plastic and Duracell, you figure that you've made it, but you haven't. You really have not. And because you're out of the natural order of things. You know why you're out of the natural order of things? Because you got Jacob and Yaakov and them telling you what you should be doing and how you should reject your natural order of things. So you got everyone from Mary J. Blige to Mary Smith on, 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 on Fifth Avenue wearing blonde hair and basically forsaking their identity in order to in order to be closer to somebody 
food and no real actual use for you. Because as the old term goes, when it comes down in terms of the us versus them on the real, who do you think they're going to go with? For, and you'll be the first one there to say it's been it's been real and it's been fun, but it ain't been real fun. Mm-hmm. That's my rant for the day. Yeah. I mean, um, you know, like you said, man, we we live in Rome, and and even though you know you you're saying uh, even though we live in Rome, we can't do what the Romans do. It's real hard when you live in Rome. <laughs> you know what I mean? That was crazy. Well, we got we got twenty minutes left there, Doug. Who's your who's your who's your Super Bowl uh, pick two? Oh, still out there? Hello, Long talk kind of something already. They may have gone up two cents there. Let's see what's going on in the phone here. Let's try to develop some kind of. Uh, you know what? I'm 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 here. I'm back and forth on the other line, man. You know, it's Christmas Eve and everybody being all Christmassy, and I'm trying to not be an asshole. Let me let me hang this other person up. Yeah, when you come back, tell me who your pick two is for the Super Bowl this year. I'm here, but I couldn't tell you because I. Not in front of the TV enough. I'm rip, ripping and running with the music and stuff and trying to build. Yeah, it's hard to be black on Christmas Eve because everybody. <laughs> <laughs> all, I, all I'm saying is, but don't, but folks, don't be, don't be afraid to admit that there is some, some very valid good stuff out there in all this blackness because Lord knows. You get more credit for pretending to be us than we do being ourselves. Mm-hmm. Okay, you sing like us, you act like us, and we can't even win a rap Grammy anymore. I mean, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Give, give us a little love during the Christmas. Hey, 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 hey! I, I, I'm, I'm gonna tell you right now what I'm up against, man. I'm crushing the system. I don't, I don't know if everybody got them where, where they at, but uh, we got uh, El Pollo Loco, it's a chicken place out here, and they do this uh-huh. real chicken thing. And, 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 and if you if you were to fuck the system up, pull up and order a grilled chicken salad with no sauce. Like, like they can't. <laughs> hey, yo, yo, she 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 told me she no you just clean. Hey, hey, she told me she said you trying to pay somebody. Hey, 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 I, I, I bullshit you not. She said please pay for your meal and just pull up to the side. Cause they don't know what to do with me right now. They like, I just think of what a salt, uh, salad with no salt. <laughs> like, do we gotta recook the chicken? So you can hear the other chick. You can hear hear the other chick. The other chick was saying, "Oh, we got boiler chicken." We'll be right out. Yeah, yeah. The other, the other chick was like, "We got boiler." <laughs> the other chick was like, "We got boiled chicken. Give us some boiled chicken." <laughs> and, and she was like, "Boiled chicken where?" <laughs> <laughs> Got the game. <laughs> On the like, <laughs> Not a good look. Yeah. Tosh, man, what you up to up. tonight, bro? Huh? I said, Tosh, what you up to tonight? Well, I'm supposed to be working on these beats. Yeah. That's, that's about word. it. Word. For, for, for partner in uh, uh, Fresno, so 
that's that's what I was gonna do. But I stepped right in. You said hit that number. So I hit the number. I'm like, oh, Man, I'm on the radio show. Okay. <laughs> so I'm glad you did. Glad you did. Yeah, leave me on the conscious level all the time and just kind of tweaking what what is what, trying to see what is from 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 what's not. And uh, and that's that's why I was trying to get Doug to tell me real quick because he's our uh, stats man and aficionado on on everything from Lakers to to to, to what the Bears are not this year. Uh, Doug, who are your early looks for AFC and NFC, and uh, who do you think is going to go ahead and do this thing? I mean, you know my heart going to stay with my Steelers Nation, man. Like, that that's my heart pick, because I believe oh, our offense could be rubbed on anybody at any given time, even though our defense ain't what I grew up in the custom to. But, I mean, as far as the numbers go, the New England Patriots defense got 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 to play. They're looking pretty defense. good. Yeah, wow. they they got a defense that can play with anybody anywhere, and they got an offense that can play with anybody anywhere. And right now, they set to not come out of New England <clears> until <throat> they get said, until they, they get to the Super Bowl. And, 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 but I'm I'm gonna tell you right now, man. I'm gonna tell you right now. Uh, a lot of people are betting against them because of, because of um, the situation that they got going on with the the, the running back. And I'm not a fan of them because I'm just a natural-born hater because we've been spanked them niggas in a couple of Super Bowls. But the Dallas <laughs> Cowboys are actually formidable enough to win the Super Bowl. Mm. They keep the ball yeah. out of – they defense still suck. But they, if you want to help your running game, I mean, if you want to help your defense, run the ball. I mean, for real, for real. If you want to help your defense, run the ball. The Pittsburgh Steelers, I'm a huge Pittsburgh Steelers fan. I am a Pittsburgh Steelers fan. I've been a Pittsburgh Steelers fan for uh, damn near 35 years. Wow. Way back. And if you want uh, – hey, and our defense sucks. But you can't tell because we run the ball. We wasn't able to run the ball before we drafted that running back from goddamn um, Michigan State. Wow. And, and I'm going to tell you right now, that's the same thing with the Dallas Cowboys. Beat anybody in their stadium as long as they run the ball. Mm-hmm. So my Super yep. Bowl pick, my, but my Super Bowl picks are actually Green Bay and New England because New England can run the uh, ball and Green Bay can run the ball. But I wouldn't Green be surprised Green. if the Cowboys advance and I wouldn't be surprised if, if Steeler Nation advance because, I mean, you're talking about DeMarco Murray and Le'Veon Bell, them niggas is putting up yards. When you when you, when you start putting two thousand yards in a comma from scrimmage, you doing historical stuff. You talking Marshall Falk, uh, God rest that coon, God rest that 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 coon chasing uh, uh, white woman loving ass nigga soul because he gonna die in jail. He just don't know it. You start talking about old numbers. <laughs> You start Man, talking them OJ numbers. You start talking them Marshall Falk numbers. When you start talking about two thousand yards from scrimmage, not two thousand yards rushing, but just from scrimmage. So that could be, you know, twelve hundred yards rushing, uh, uh, eight hundred yards receiving. When you start getting up to that two thousand yard mark from scrimmage, that means you got all these guys creeping up around the line of scrimmage, waiting for you to get the ball, and you see what happens when Pittsburgh dismantle Cincinnati and Cincinnati. Pittsburgh defense sucks, and it sucked the whole game. 
But what happened is they started creeping up after Le'Veon Bell had two touchdowns and 130 yards rushing. Defense creep up. They run a play action. What had been through a 94? It was one of the longest plays in Steeler history. It's like a 96-yard touchdown pass to a fucking rookie. You know, or you see the 42 to seven dismantling that happened with Dallas and the Colts. And the Colts had been tearing niggas' ass out the frame because those defenses start creeping up toward the line of scrimmage. And, and they start questioning whether they can stop the run. Because the run, the run is rape. You know, I don't want to offend nobody. If I offended anybody, I'm sorry, but I kind of sort of don't give a fuck at Christmas Eve. But the run, as far as football concerned, is rape. Because that's me putting my five offensive linemen and a tight end and one or two receivers up against your people. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm I, I'm going to run the ball. And guess what? You can't stop it. There's nothing you can do to stop it. I mean, for real. When, I mean, that's the run. That's not the pass. That's the run. You got eight guys in the box, a safety and two Bs, two DBs out there. I got six, seven, eight, nine dudes on the line of scrimmage, whatever my running play calls for. Mm-hmm. We get a hat on the hat. And I'm getting six yards a pop, and I keep getting six yards a pop, and I keep getting six yards a pop. I'm not a Seattle fan. I don't believe they should get rid of Marshawn Lynch. Marshawn Lynch should be the highest-paid player in the league with Adrian Peterson gone. But at what point last week, and I was on the road. I didn't even see the game. I seen the highlights. At what point last week during the game did y'all say, yeah, Arizona got a chance of winning this game? Without a quarterback, and a running back because they first string and second string running backs is hurt. Arizona never had a chance. But y'all all knew watching that game that Marshawn Lynch was going to win that game and he was going to run the ball down their throat and they imposed their will. That shit's rape, bruh. That shit's rape. Wow. <laughs> wow. All right. I don't care how you size it up. That shit's rape. I got my best dudes against your best dudes. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to run this ball, and you need to convince me that you can stop me. Because if you can't convince me that you're going to stop me, you want me to tell you what I'm going to do? I'm going to line my best dudes up against your best dudes, and I'm going to get six yards to pop all the way until I get to the end zone and score. All the way until I convince your defensive coordinator that he needs to change what he's doing. That's rape. I'm sorry. That's, I'm going to put my hands on you. I'm Pull your belt off. I'm gonna take your shirt off. I'm gonna bite your motherfucking titties. <laughs> you know that's right, bro. Uh, hey, hey, as, as coarse as it is, and as harsh as it is, and as wrong as I might sound, that is rape. That is what rape consists of: the forcing of your will on an unwilling participant. And when you run the ball like that, a motherfucker is unwilling to participate. <laughs> but there's nothing. You can do about it, and that's what rape is. Nothing uh, you can do about it. I hate to do it to you, but I'm going. I'm going out on limbers for you. I, I think that if if they turn around and they have Seattle going up against Green Bay in another NFC Championship, 
I think the results are going to be the same. I think the Seattle is going to beat them because for whatever reason, Aaron Rodgers seems to second guess him. So there's always that squad that's got you now. He's scared of Richard Sherman, bro. He's scared of Legion and Boom, and he's scared of Richard Sherman, bro. You can yeah, see it in his eyes. Yeah, he's scared to death. And, and to go up there, be who you are, and lose a second time up there, that's not that's not only was was a trifling you know effort by him in that first game. You would hope that he would get over it, but twice in a row now, this squad has beaten you. And there's always just that. For us, it used to be, or it still is Green Bay, but it used to be Minnesota as well. We just would not have our shit together when we played those guys. For whatever reason, you know, I, I can't even put a, a name or a number on it, but I'm telling you, I think that I think that they could beat Dallas again. And I think that, but, but hopefully, what I'm hoping for is this. I'm hoping for a Seattle versus um uh, I, well, I can't think of the, the poor team who, well, I see, because Philly already fucked themselves for whatever reason. But Green Bay playing Dallas, and then either Seattle either being in a bye position or them being where they're at. This time of year, Seattle. I got a, see, a Seattle versus New England Super Bowl. But, I mean, I'm, mm. a, I'm, I'm a Steelers fan, man. I'm, I'm a Steelers fan. I believe the way we play at offense, we can catch anybody slipping. What I don't trust is our defense. I, I, I see Ike Taylor get chewed up. I, 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 I tried to hit him up on Twitter and ask him would he, would he just signed the, the the retirement agreement, but apparently he don't want to respond to me. So <laughs> I don't know what that's about. I don't know why Steve first of CBS shows up Cincinnati over you guys. I don't understand that. Yeah, they just they just won against Denver. But uh, Manning is showing his age, and if you have, you know how it is in the military, Dub. If you if you have a thigh or a hip or something that's fucked up, it's going to affect your playing ability. I don't see Cincinnati beating the Steelers. That's the way Le'Veon Bell and, and Roethlisberger are playing right now. Hey, hey, Dub. You want to hear who else is uh, about to start retiring? Dub. Oh, did he go to the other line again? Hey, shout out to uh, JC. You're talking about if he wins another fantasy anything, he, he's, he's talking about taking off uh, at least a whole year. Uh, 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 my bad. I'm, I'm still here. I'm, I'm I'm arguing over this salad right now. I'm sitting in the parking lot, and they're going to get my salad right. And I, ain't mo- I ain't moving, bro. I ain't moving. Did you hear what I said? What up? Hey, uh, Jay Senior talking about he's about to retire from all fantasy since he done won all fantasies three years in a row. Oh, hey, I, 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 hey, Jay the homie, me and Jay be going at it. I, I had, a, I had a little, you know, adversity transpiring with, with everything that happened with my brother, so I wasn't able to focus on it. But I mean, nails, no, I, I, I get it in, man. You know, um, at, at the point before everything went down with my brother passing and uh, everything that I had, I, had, I was what ten and one in one league, and I was uh, eight and two in the other one. Right, I, I, I get it in. I, I I got a chip from last year, bro. I got a championship from last year. Yeah, I got a few yeah, of them. I'm doing. He is part of being the undisputed champion. Yeah, it's uh, it's kind of a sad, happy thing because uh, my brother actually got me into fantasy football wow, uh, about ten years ago. 
but um and I I never beat him in a championship, you know, in the leagues I would play with his partners from work, you know, we would always go at it. Can I get the cilantro with that? Yeah, I already said cilantro. All right. <laughs> uh, 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 the cilantro and the uh cheese. He said he's going to shut down the whole system. Uh, okay, over well, how much? How much? Look at it. You want to charge me. That's why I got quarters in here. I, I, I got quarters in here. All my, all my old man shit. 54 cents? I'm going to give her 54 cents, too. And I roll like that. And the tip is unexpected tip. <laughs> oh, they they they, they, they want to argue with me, but I'm I'm coming out. Thank you. No, that's it. Thank you. So so yeah. we're y'all on the hit list too. When the revolution started, I'm burning down this El Pollo local. Goddamn it. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, we got hey. two minutes left. Real quick, real quick, like, who do you, you know, what are you thinking about this Pacquiao Mayweather? Is it too late to be a thriller? Hey, 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 I got, I got Mayweather, man. He ain't yeah. running for nothing. He a businessman. Right. <laughs> I want to. I, I, I got, I got Mayweather. Cause I'm gonna tell you right now, Pacquiao agreed to them tests, and that's where Mayweather trying to put him. He's trying to make him agree to them tests. He whooping that boy ass. <laughs> it's not even a question. He whooping that boy ass. I agree. I agree, and I've been the biggest Pacquiao fan, but Pacquiao ain't ready. Pacquiao is no. not ready. When I think, Pimp, I got two words, Bob Arum. He said he can get somebody to fight somebody four times until the other person knocks you out. Pimp, it ain't easy, but it's but it's a procedure that's done. Right. It's a procedure you can have done. <laughs> yeah, for real. <laughs> A minute thirty left on ninety seconds left, Deb. Any any shout outs you wanna give before we click this bad boy off? Man, I wanna give a shout out to y'all, man. I was waiting for us to bridge all these gaps and you just start posting yourself in the group and uh us to start connecting with that. Right. You know, uh it, it, it it's the expansion of the group, you know, and, and um we got hip hop sports. But uh, yeah. Yeah. this is more of a political format. You know what I'm saying? Oh, we need to have a more it's, political it's format. It, and it's been all love ever since we got rid of the fuck boys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, except you know how we do it and how we've been doing it, man. Always serious topics, always some good political stuff, and this will be your sounding board. And anybody else that wants yeah. to come over here, they're all welcome and stuff. And at some and at some point when I get my head twisted around the right way, I'll even try to see if I can find Mr. Exclusives. But that's gonna that's gonna take a little time. But <laughs> but, but but beyond that, with, you know, everybody is, is welcome. Fuck, I might do it tonight. Everybody is welcome and stuff and look, I appreciate you coming through, man, and sorry for leaving you out that last time. I just had to clear my head on some shit. We grown men, we all about growing. Hey, and, and, and Merry Christmas to you, Doug. <laughs> yeah, man. Merry Christmas, hey, you know, you know I'm, I'm, a, I'm a happy holidays guy. <laughs> <laughs> hey, my family, there ain't nothing wrong with that. 
And you know how we do this thing, man. I guess they're going to give us a little bit of extra time here. That's worth it, too. Blog talk and radio kind of robbing me lately. But like yeah. I said, man, it, it, it's, it's a beautiful thing. And uh, like you said, this is our, our social political area. And that's why I've been kind of dropping some stuff, you know, slowly but surely uh, out there so that we can uh, have something to vibe to. And, and, and uh, you know, so far as you know, some of this uh, black political stuff. But look for more of this, man. I just got to find out the days that you're off because I don't really want you missing out on nothing. Still out there? All right, then. All right, then. What a fluffy. Hey, man, I appreciate you having me on. All right, hey, now. There he is. Don't follow to it. I got my man Dub right there. We're going we're gonna to continue to run this thing until the wheels fall off. We all got some political stuff. I'll start lining up some topics and stuff. And, uh, you know, I said, Dub, I'm going to do it. But your work schedule is because i got to have yet another uh, big guy in here because you bring up some valid stuff as far as sports is concerned. Nobody does the stats like you. So we're going we gonna to get this thing rolling, man. And shout out to uh, Crown Royal Apple. You know what I'm saying? Oh, I love man. to here with the Clipper, man. And, and it's got this place feeling real festive right now. <laughs> Y'all on that Apple. See, I, I, I'm on that XO. I'm on that XO right now. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> that's, that's executive office of all you military folks. Right. right. I'm on that XO right now. I, I, I'm looking for that XR. Anybody selling that Crown Royal XR? <laughs> <laughs> have you have you dropped it on on on, on Apple Avenue yet? I, I I had the Apple about three months ago, man. I mean, you know, the nails. You know how I roll on Apple. I'm, I'm I mean, uh, you know how I roll on Crown. I had an Apple a few months ago, man. I'm I'm a big Crown Royal kind of store. I, I believe it it, it, it promotes thought provoking discussion. But uh, I'm not a fan of Apple because uh, I don't like mixing whiskey with with anything. <laughs> but but my girl love it. Hey, we all know if your girl love it is too. <laughs> Right. You saw the girl love it. That's real. Fox said the same thing. I am trying to tell y'all niggas in the alcohol. Alcoholic. Yeah. <laughs> 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 baby. He said the girl like the girl love it is cool. Right. Oh, you're real, you're real with it. Well, man, I'm gonna wrap this bad boy up. Uh, if if y'all want to, man, we can run a Christmas Day shot tomorrow. Get into the family business, man. I want to talk about families right now. Yeah, that's working all day. Hey, 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 hey. I, I got to slide some football in there, man, because I got to ask Nails about his boy, man. What is wrong with Peyton Manning, man? I, 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 I can shut up to the places. Peyton Manning is in there, bro. Yeah. Man, I'm going to tell you why I'm mad with that. Uh, I got, I got, I got um, two words for Chicago Bears. Angry and frustrated are my two words. I'm angry because Marinelli's defense should have the Bears in the playoffs right now. Right? 
I'm angry. It's, with not, it's not the coach's fault, though, man. That is not the coach's fault, man. Jay Cutler need to quit trusting his arm and start reading them goddamn defenses. He been making some shitty throws, bro. Agree. And agree. And, and Byron Lovey Smith is coming back to haunt y'all because y'all defense has gotten so horrible since he left. That's that Marinelli. Why do you think Dallas is playing the way they're playing right now? When Marinelli was you, you, last you can't, year, you can't blame Marinelli, man. Y'all let go of a good defensive coordinator who is in Carolina, man, and he got Carolina defense playing well. Well, that's what I'm saying. Marinelli was the Chicago Bears defensive coordinator, and my front office, once again, you know, I, I broke it down to you once before. We, what we yeah. have here is failure to communicate, and we've got we've got a 2.0 version, computer version of Jerry and Jimmy Buss, right? When you let the brother be in charge, and shit happen because he don't really know what's going on. He really didn't pay attention. When Jimmy's doing the PR and she's on stuff, and when she was squeezing the shit out of Phil Jackson, the Lakers was running and rolling, plus Pops was around. We got the same thing in Chicago. Every five years, the McCaskey brother and sister trade off. When when he took charge, the first thing he did was fire a coach that was ten and Hey, 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 hey. I'm going to tell you this. I'm going to tell you this. You need to quit comparing your your ownership to my beautiful Lakers ownership. Because my beautiful Lakers ownership, swear up and down, ain't shit wrong. (laughs) Of course, it ain't shit wrong. And your ownership that acknowledges some shit, bro. Oh man, the late the late ownership is like that shit, bro. They keeping everybody in place. Hey, the, the Lakers ownership, the Lakers ownership, so fucked up. Diddy Bus went on first take, trying to convince everybody that went that wrong. Fifty-one years ago this week, right? Fifty-one years ago this week. Sam Cooke released the song A Change Is Gonna Come The song that was used in the Spike Lee Malcolm X film, Right I said, You know 1963 That's you know, my joint right there man that's, 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 that's one of my joints man I, I, I got that on my um, I got that on my phone that's just right, right So so you got that right Well A Change Is Gonna Come To The NFL Because the NFC South Sucks so bad and there's actually a chance that a team with only five to six wins makes the playoffs. They are now talking about reconfigurating and or configurating the uh, in the uh, NFL deal for the teams that are like ten and six, like the Bears were when they let go of their coach for whatever dumb reason they get that. Because uh, the front office didn't look at what happened with the fact we had injuries, the fact that you know our quarterback was kind of a smoothie. Nils, I've been an opponent of that. Harry says Seattle made the playoffs and beat uh, New Orleans. Right. I just, I, it's not productive, man. I mean, yeah. come on. Let's 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 be realistic. Come on. Why in the hell would you have a team with eleven to twelve wins sitting out of the playoffs? How right. much sense does that make? That don't even make sense. None. None. No sense. They don't, you know, they don't even do that shit in baseball. I mean, let, <laughs> let, let's be let's let's be realistic about it. We not Philadelphia fans. 
But right. do we do any of us think that Philadelphia deserved to sit out of the playoffs? Really? No. Absolutely not. That was that squad. No. Philadelphia ain't got no business like, sitting out the playoffs. Man, come on, man. What are they like now right now? Four and four and ten or something like that? Come on, man. That, 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 Philadelphia, Philadelphia don't have no business sitting out the playoffs, man. That that squad that they got is a playoff caliber squad. I, I hate yeah. Mark Sanchez. I, I thought Mark. I mean, first of all, I'm a Notre Dame guy, so I'm gonna hate Mark Sanchez just just off of oh, DP. Oh. <laughs> I'm gonna hate, I'm, I'm gonna hate Mark Sanchez just because it's just because it's it's fucking Wednesday. You know, I, I, I hate Mark Sanchez. <laughs> Damn. But that squad ain't got no business sitting out the playoffs, man. That's a that's a really good squad they got sitting over there. And um, the the format that they got right now sucks. I'm tell you right now, in the NBA, they wouldn't be sitting out the playoffs. A lot of us hated David Stern, but David Stern had a good system going. David Stern ain't going to have no goddamn team with no 57 wins sitting out the playoffs because they ain't win their damn division. No, you you making the playoffs. It's a bad formula. It's a bad formula, and it needs to be fixed. And um, it just just shines more light on how bad. It just shines more light on how bad a commissioner Roger Goodell is. It really does. Well, you like, know, you, it, you've, it, heard, it takes, you've heard me over and over again. I have a yeah, I, I, I know Nate Nails. I know you hate that oh. nigga. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, you but you know what? <laughs> I'm, I'm ex-military. I'm ex-military. You and I both know that a staff NCO is better than a book a, a school officer coming in with six months in the military. Right, and you also know that if a guy, you know, we're believing from being in the military that if you don't have the experience that it takes to lead me, or at least some viable time in service, or, or TI as they used to call it, time in, you ain't gonna get the same respect as the sergeant officer who actually put in the time as a as, as a non-com. So when you sit up here and you see these, these these guys come in here, and here's a guy in Roger Goodell's shoes who shit on New Orleans, that was a terrible decision he's doing, all the way up to doing, even in, even the court system doesn't allow double jeopardy, right? And you fry, fry Ray Rice, and then you turn around because of a few hoes who now are going to, women are not going to have a, a voice, even though none of them ever suited up or strapped up, and, that, and that's not far behind. It's a, it's, a, it's a political correctness way, Bill Maher style, that they're doing stuff right now. But you're going to end up with a situation in which, here's, here's a situation where, you have a, a setup where here's a guy who hasn't played football since his freshman year in high school, and he's a fucking commissioner of, of the NFL because he knew some fucking body. Right. That's fuckery. You, you you can't know what a player's thinking if you haven't been there. Like 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 Gene Upshaw. I don't disagree, Nels. I'm going to just take it back to the point that I've always had when you brought that point up. As long as they as long as they tan his ass, there's nothing anybody can do. Agreed, That's always you know been you know always been on the owner to get rid of Goodell, and they know they need to get rid of Goodell, but it's always been on the owners. 
It has never been on the players or the players' association. The owners let him have that position. He hand them a check for millions of fucking dollars every year. They're not going to contest that. He had each owner, no matter how shitty the team, he had each owner a check for $250 million or better. Think about, think about how shitty the Raiders have been. The Raiders have been bad for 10 years, maybe longer than 10 years. He still right. had the Raiders organization a check for 250 or better. They're not wow. voting him out. 200. Yeah. Think about it. Think about it. I go 2 and 14 and you hand me a check for fucking $250 million. I'm not voting you out. Yeah. Like they could if they wanted to. Okay, let me ask you this. Does, uh, does not Los Angeles need or deserve to have a football game? He's not gonna vote on it. I I I I believe Los Angeles do deserve to have a football team, but he's not gonna vote on it. Mm-hmm. And the reason I think he... y'all rep well though, y'all rep real well as, as a football team. Both both with the Rams, you know, they, even though they had Roman Gabriel, it's been a while. The Raiders rep real well, even though they were Oakland. As a LA team, they rep real well. The, the Rams, the Rams rep real well, but they're not gonna, they're not gonna put a team here if they feel that the team's gonna lose money. And I, but, I don't so, blame so them. Do you think they would lose money though? Honestly, I think it's a lot of shit to do in LA, man. I mean, just think about it. Young they Raiders, team. San Diego. Who else y'all got? Frisco. Frisco. Niners. Yeah. Who else? And then one more team. Nah, that's it. Yeah. But I mean, think about it. You know what I'm saying? Think about it. It's a lot of shit here to do. There was at one point when I was in high school that within three days, they had a Chargers game, a Raiders game, a Rams game, a wow. Lakers game. Just, just think of, just think about in the area where I'm talking about. I was in high school. They had a Chargers game, a Raiders game, a Rams game, a Lakers game, and a fucking Clippers game, and All a fucking Kings game, game. A, 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 and a Kings game. That's six professional sports team that had a game within three days. Within three days. Wow. Like, like it's a lot of shit. It's a lot of shit to do. Yeah, it's a lot of shit to do. And it, it was around this time of the year. It was actually like in the beginning of October. It was the beginning of November, the end of October. But I mean, that's a lot of shit. Along with the fact that you got Concert. It's still LA, so you got Disneyland. You got a lot of shit to do. So when you're a professional sports team, if you're not the Lakers or if you're not the Los Angeles Kings, you competing with all them other events because you got to be winning. 
And that's what they always say. Not to mention, not to mention, all of that shit is going on. If the Dodgers make the playoffs, everything else shuts down. Because everybody that's a Lakers fan will always tell you they're a bigger Dodgers fan than a Lakers fan. So the Dodgers have been here before the Lakers were here. Right. For sure. So, yeah, been around God forbid the Dodgers make the playoffs and the Dodgers are playing in October or November. Like, you got a lot of shit going on here. You got the Dodgers, you got the Angels, you got the Lakers, you got the Clippers. You had what's the, the last game you uh, What's the last game you've been out to? Oh, I always go to Dodger games, man. I mean, I'm an LA That's kid. It? Oh, yeah. Right. I mean, I, I, I'll go to a Lakers game, but I said I wasn't going to a Lakers game until they fired Dan Tony. So now that they fired Dan Tony, me and my chick been talking about it. Right. But the last Lakers game I went to was in, I think, April of 2012. Like, if they got a bad coach, I don't mind if they have a bad team, but if they got a bad coach, I won't go. Because a bad coach tells you that they ain't trying to fix it. That was me and uh, Mike with the Seahawks. Mike Holgren? I couldn't stand him. I like the Holmgren, though. I thought Holmgren was a good coach for y'all. No man, hell no, he couldn't do it. When the pressure came uh when it came down to the pressure, man, he, he buckled every single time. Every single time. That's why we never went anywhere with him. Mike 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 Holcomb, Mike Holmgren could draft his ass off. He he just he, he couldn't pick the right quarterback for y'all, man, but he could draft his ass off. Oh no. I can't call it, but there was something missing there because when it came down to that pressure, man, hey, every single time that whole team just did some did some goofy shit when it came to the plays, and you know what I mean? It was like, no, you're, you're not getting it. It's nowhere close. <laughs> I believe he's the reason y'all defense so good. He, he drafted a lot of players that y'all had on defense. Yeah. But that was it. That's all we could get was defense. Yeah, he, he was so busy. He was so busy looking for y'all franchise quarterback that he couldn't. He couldn't focus. Yeah, no, no. But I'm glad he's gone, man. He just wasn't the right folk for it. But I'll tell you what. And it, and, and this is coming from somebody who's been out here. As long as he was out here and who was born and raised out here, y'all gonna win with Pete Carroll, but y'all gonna have some problems. Pete Carroll don't question nobody's character. He don't. Now to tell you, I've been on Pete Carroll for the beginning. He don't question nobody's character. He takes drug addicts, drug dealers, uh, white beaters. <laughs> He like the holiest church. You know how the holiest church be like, come as you are, he come as you are. He ain't never lied either. He came out saying, look, I got the most roughest of the roughnecks that I could find for cheap. And uh, that's how I did it. <laughs> he don't give a fuck. He sure did, and, and it worked, and it worked. And it worked. You can't say nothing. You can't be mad at him, though, because he, he produced results. He 
got a ring. Hey, hey, hey. Reggie Bush, you miles in them cars. You First of all, but he got the ring. You can't be mad with results. Right. Exactly. Yeah, he took the degenerate, brushed them off, set them out there, and they just did the thing. why I got to have this. The evil... Between you and him, I just sit back here as a host and relax back and listen to this real shit. He's going to give you a track of life to the airport. Then he's going to, in case you start falling asleep, he's going to hit you right in the head with a stat like, ah, like that. There it is. So there it is there. Then it's Apple, dub. It's Apple. Is that what Crown Royal? I'm about to post a picture in a minute. I'm gonna start calling it Benita Apple Bombs. Uh, hey, 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 hey! I'm 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 on this XO right now. I got me a chicken salad. Hey, hey! I'm not to be fucked with right now. My girl just made some gumbo. I'm just trying to wait for this. <laughs> hey, 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 I'm, I'm, I'm telling you, if, hey, if, if y'all ain't tried that Crown Royal XO, that XO is the shit. Man. That's no hangover. Like, now to tell you, I, I, I've been a, a big Crown Royal drinker for years. But I'm telling you, when, like, when you get deep off in the whiskeys and all of that stuff, you want to wake up the next morning, drink a cup of coffee, and be able to function. You don't want to have to drink energy drinks and all of that other bullshit. That Crown Royal XO, so smooth. You get up and you drink a cup and a half of coffee, man, and you be ready for business. You know, hang over. So then I tried the maple. The maple is bomb, too. I got to cook with that. Like, yeah, that maple is off the hook. I'm going to tell you why I don't like that sweet. I don't don't like that sweet because I can't gauge it. Bruh, I'm 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 an undercover alcoholic. If it's sweet, I need to drink the whole bottle. And you know, really, it's the military's fault. Yeah, yeah, I'm an undercover alcoholic, bro. Drinking like a motherfucker. Yeah. That's the military shit, though. But to the army. I was in the navy, bro, and we drank a lot. Because the military, do you think they're gonna let Bud into the military? Say what? You think they're going to let Bud up in there? They're going to let people smoke who's uh, in service? Nah. Nah. Never? Not, 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 not with the job I had, bro. Right. I was a, I was a boiler technician, man. We we dealt with gas and we dealt with boilers all the time, man. You you could, you could blow a ship up, man. You, you could blow a carrier up. Like, still, the job that I got now, I deal with that shit, man. I, I put a hole in the middle of Orange County so big, man, it'll wipe out Disneyland. It'll wipe out Disneyland and goddamn not very Farm, bro. Like, they oh, drug oh, is like a motherfucker. <laughs> wow. Damn. You said he's going to blend the two together. <laughs> yeah, I watched. Bro. The shit I work with, we'll wipe out both of the motherfuckers. Somebody fuck up bad enough. Man. So, so I take it they don't let nobody smoke at your job. Nah. Yeah. I mean, we we had a dude. He got popped with smoking, but he was sloppy, bro. Like yeah. the more you dig, and, and, and the more you see the situation for what it was when he got popped. He was super sloppy. 
Man, with that I mean, said, do you think it's a, a good thing or a bad thing that it's becoming more uh, socially acceptable and legally acceptable now? I, I think they need to legalize it, and, and they need to give you vacation days with it. Bro, yeah. I'm, 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 I'm a black man working in a white man's career field that I try to get other brothers hired to do what we do, and they they, mm-hmm. they, they shun at it, and they, and they turn their head on it. Bro, I was quitting jobs when the economy was bad. I work at a power plant. I generate electricity. That's one of my that's that's one of my backgrounds. That's a goal. You know what I'm saying? That's that that's a notch I have. Like I was quitting jobs when the economy was bad and it wasn't phasing me. Because every economy wanna hire more people, but when you in an economy where they generate electricity you ain't never going to be out of job. As long as somebody plug in an iPhone or an iPad, you always going to have a job. Right. But a lot of brothers think... don't want to go that career field, man. A lot of brothers, it's not glamorous. But I'll tell you what right. is glamorous. My paycheck. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, I pay $20,000 or better a year in child support. And that shit ain't hurt me at all. Right. Like, and I'm hoping she don't dig no deeper so I don't end up paying thirty or forty thousand dollars a year. Right, you might, you might like, want to keep that on the down low, bro. Yeah. Somebody who listens to the show, I got, I got your back, man. People tell the suckers five seconds. Cross fingers and all. I was supposed to be a racist, man, but once you see that happen, see it. I had to do that before, man. That's that's like a video stand. Like a bit of hey, hey, but brothers run, brothers run from this career field. They scared of it. I mean, they they terrified of this career field. Yeah, that's crazy. It's hard to call, man. You know, they they really don't. Uh, there's no push for it either. You know what I mean? All the push is to put a basketball in your hand or put on a fucking helmet. You know, and that, that's all they really push us to do. Uh, or, or, you know, or, or what they show, you know. But you're on the 80s side now, now, like you know. But that's you're what I tell 80s. my son. What? That's what I tell my son. I say, hey, just because I got this job don't mean you don't need to take the talent that God has given you and not go play basketball and not try to get into Stanford or Cal Berkeley, UW, Oregon. I mean, you need to go to whatever school going to let you in. Yeah. But he need to understand that he need to go to school. Just because yeah. daddy got a six-figure job don't mean that that's your six-figure job. Daddy got a six-figure job. Right. But but do you offer any type of direction on, you know, uh what which which way he should go? You know what I'm saying? Not necessarily uh you know that you have he to wanna find go to the USC, to... man. I'm trying to stomp that shit out of I'm I'm trying to nip that shit at the bud. He wants to he wanna go to USC. <laughs> he wanna go to USC, I'm trying to nip that shit at the bud. Oh, hell no. Hey, no way nothing water. I know the same guy gonna let <laughs> Yeah, I'm I'm a Notre Dame guy. I'm trying to nip that shit at the bud. <laughs> But I mean, uh, you know, when, um, or, or it's supposed to be like this with family, you know what I mean? When you have a child, 
you, you it, 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 traditionally it was uh, find their path, uh, show them a path, and make sure they stay on that path. Um, you know, and, and like what you're saying with your son, it, it's uh, I hear you saying, um, you know, hey bro, you gotta find your own way. And um, but, but do you uh, do you uh, try to steer them in a in a specific direction? You know what I mean? I mean, it, it's kind of hard because he's he 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 really smart, but uh, he's smart and he have the combative spirit that we have, but he don't have the environment to have that combative spirit, and that's why I keep trying to tell him, bro. Right. Minus the, the the word nigga, I I, I kind of tell him like nigga, you ain't growing up in South Central, nigga. What you hostile about? Like your mama make good money with the child support. <laughs> your daddy make good money. Stop tripping. Yeah, he got an argumentative. Yeah, he got an argumentative spirit, man. And I I go back and forth with him about his argumentative spirit, but he understand the opportunity that's provided for him. Right. And his pops is telling stories. That's what we got a heart for him to shake. You know what I'm saying? Well, I mean, I mean they, they get it from us, though, because they see us fighting this yeah. struggle, but they don't realize we don't fought this struggle for you to be able to sit on your ass after you come home from school and play fucking Xbox. Right, right. We wasn't afforded that shit. You know, we didn't have PlayStations and Nintendos until we bought them, swindled one of our homeboys out of it, Traded some shit for it, or your mama just broke down and bought you one. But we was all 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, or you bought your own Xbox. Whereas, or your own Nintendo, whereas he was three and he had his own Xbox, because what happened? Daddy played Xbox, Daddy bought a new Xbox, and I gave him my old one. So he's three years old with his own Xbox. So in right. his mind, he thinks all I got to do is make good grades so daddy don't unplug the Xbox. Whereas when we grew up, it wasn't all I got to do is make good grades. It was I need to make good grades, get a job, save some money because my mama ain't buying it. <laughs> right. Right, because back in our days, man, yeah, look, I had a, I had a, a the NES from the NES, man, I ain't even have nothing until the, what, Dreamcast? I think I had a Dreamcast. There was a bunch of systems that came out between that. You know what I mean? But I wasn't tripping off of it either, you know? But these kids yeah, are like... what your priority when you got home from school. You had chores you had to do? Yeah. And we all played sports. So we all had some other shit to do. By the time we got home, it was always 7.30, 8 o'clock. And you had a bad song. So, I mean, I steer him. I steer him, but it's more like a, he on his own path, and I'm a stoplight on the side of the road. And I, I stoplight and say, hey, you might want to do this, or you might want to do this. Right. <laughs> But I, 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 I never try to, like, steer him too hard. Cause if I steer him too hard, he always lash out at what I do. Like, I had, him in, uh, I had him in flag football at Pop Warner. 
and he was amazing. Like his first game in Pop Warner, he had like four touchdowns. I was like, oh, Barry Sanders. He laughed out about it because I pushed him so hard. We would be in the backyard, and I would have him running around. I'd take all the bar stools from up under the, uh, you know, everybody got them houses with them counters where you got bar stools up under your counter. And uh, I pulled the four, I pulled the four bar stools out, put them in the backyard, had them running around them like they was cones. He laughed out about that. But then he went to go play basketball, something he liked. And he ended up scoring like 16 points at six years old. And I'm like, oh, we got a star. But I didn't push him towards basketball like I pushed towards football. And he still, he'll play basketball more now than he'll play football. He could throw a spiral. You know, he could score four touchdowns in the game, but I could see it in his eyes when he plays football. He don't have no fire for it. And it's kind of like that drawing back because I tried to push him. So I'm, I'm kind of more hands-off about it now. As far as the education, no, no, you know, to be in school. He wants to be, be in school, though. Uh, what would you suggest for him to study as in school? I, I, I don't always push for him to study math. All black children need to study math. Right? All black children need to study math. Yeah, we need to push more. We need to push more math more in our community. All black children need to study math. More math proficient, huh? Yep. So All black children need to study math. It's like, it's like putting chocolate <laughs> inside a broccoli, sweeten it, sweeten the deal up for them. And even though it, it might not look like it, it tastes good, actually the other way around, put the broccoli inside the chocolate. That way they still see the sweetness of why it's necessary. But they don't repel against it because they might not like the way it tastes. Yeah. So you know you got you got to enhance it somehow. My son was always enhanced with the cash. So that's what is what it would be like. And when he got old, it's less like now. He's out here making eighteen bucks an hour doing his thing. You know, honestly, introduced the right way. Uh, you know, all kids should love math. I know I did growing up. Uh, man, I, I and I'm still pretty good at uh, algebra and stuff like that. You know what I mean? We need to preach that more to our black children because of the fact that that's what made us kings and rulers was that we were such great mathematicians. We invented this shit, not the Chinese. The Chinese invented the Africans, but we invented the mathematics. And we invented the science of the and all, all of the navigators, they don't talk about it, but all the navigators, uh, it was a proven thing, I think, something that Sugar Ray put out, where he uh, did that, that hidden colors. All the navigation, the River Jordan is not a river that runs through Africa. It's the natural stream that goes from Africa and flows to America. And that's why all the big hurricanes we have originate off the coast of, of uh, Western Africa. And they make it over this way. On our side of the globe, you know, the wind travels from Hawaii to New York. But once it gets to the Atlantic Ocean, the wind that comes from Africa travels here. And all the great navigators and the Christian Columbus and the finally came over here and claimed to discover America. All of their navigators were they just, they just come with the North Star, the astrology and stuff, and that we were real worst up mathematics. So that's something that hidden color that Sugar Ray had was pretty good. Yeah. Sugar Ray, man, yeah. 
Yeah, uh, get back up with us, man. As soon as you get a chance. Yeah. Well, like I said, Dad, this is what you can expect when you call, man. I always like to try to save the sports for the for the, the tail end of the show. Because, oh, yeah, man. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm holding we've the day, man. We, we've already got an apparatus for that. But this serious stuff, stuff that we talk about all the time. Oh, that's just something I wanted to touch on before I get too far out. You know, music and entertainment's a big deal over here, just like hip hop sports. You gotta elaborate and tell the folks out there why you, you thinking that Ti uh, and Cube and some of these guys is on the coonery. And let me let me let me open it up for you by saying that to me it's kind of hard for me to accept Cube being that way because. He not only came up yeah, I, I know a lot of people were shocked when I when I when I called Cube out because of how big a Cube fan I am. Drop but, it on us, drop it on us, come on. Hey man, at, at this point in time, we can't. We, at this point in time, I can't sit there and say I'm a fan of a guy and you ain't came out and said nothing about Ferguson. I heard the right. interview that Cube did, and it's suspect. I'm talking about somebody that got Cube's albums all the way up until 2013, bruh. I have bought, store-bought this dude's album. Right. Like, I ain't downloaded him. So what do you think? Do you think he's scared? He did an interview out here on the new K-Day. He did an interview out here on the new K-Day on 93.5, man. And do you know what Ice Cube said? Shame on the justice system in Ferguson. Shame. Nigga, I could have said shame on the justice system. Nigga, you missed the kill at will. America's most wanted. Yeah. You're supposed to say a little something more than shame. I mean, but I mean, I was appalled. That's the problem. He got enough money where he could say whatever he wanted to. That's what bothers me. Like, I could understand if he was a new artist. Like, I fuck with J. Cole. I, I, I've been listening to this dude since Sunday, Saturday, Saturday. I like a lot of what he was doing. And as a new artist, he was down there talking to the people, you know, doing... That's what I expect from Q. That's what I expect from Nas. I don't expect that shit from J. Cole. You a new artist. You trying to sell records. I don't expect that from you. I want to see them dudes as heavyweights in the game. You got $180 million in your pocket to burn. I want to see a 50 or a Jay-Z or a Nas or a Cube or a Master P down there with their feet on the ground talking to them. Because these are the people that's buying your album. And they going through something. And they having right. adversity. And you're not down it's there? It'll never happen. I, 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 hey, I'm gonna always be a cute fan, but I, I was very, I was very, very pointy, man. I was almost hurt, bro. Like I, as a grown man, and, and, and a lot of shit that hurt you as a grown man. But you know, I, I, I clicked with this dude when I was in high school. This dude was he was a nigga when I was. <laughs> he was yeah, a but I mean, at least he's not out there. At least he's not out there like uh, uh, Barkley I mean, or, or, or Pharrell talking about you know what I mean, or, or or completely siding with you know constant stuff like that. You know what I mean? He may be briefing what he's saying, but at least he's saying that uh, you know it, it, it's wrong. You know, and which is everything that I'm saying too. You know, shame on the justice system. You know, they I mean, I don't, I don't. They can't even take him to trial. 
I don't, I, I don't, I don't condone what he's doing because he did say that he he didn't coincide and he was on some shame on Ferguson shit. So he's not cooning, but I mean, in every level of America's Most Wanted, that guy that we used to listen to, compared to the guy that he is now. The guy that we used to listen to would, would, would call the guy that we listen to now is a sellout because we all remember when he shitted on Arsenio when Arsenio was the only guy putting black acts on TV. Arsenio right. was the only guy that was interviewing Tupac. Arsenio got one of the last live interviews we've seen on major TV with Tupac. Yeah. Very true. Let me, let me drop a couple of things on your ear and then you can respond to them. Now, Chuck D... And, and Q for years said that they would not peddle the alcohol, but yet I've seen them on alcohol commercials. And, and Chuck D was... Even really, Chuck? Yeah, Chuck D. I saw him on one. I forget the name of the beer, but he was, he was, he was, he was you know, saying something. Now, the thing is, is that, and, and me and Taz had this this uh, this back and forth, and you, I think you were probably in on it as well, when I was saying that just because a person expands his name and if, if I had that name Ice Cube but I had an opportunity to put us in movies and create my own movies and do something as long as it wasn't buffoonery and wearing dresses and fuckery like that and all them, like on the Medea tip and, and, and the good Tyler Perry finally had a child so we could see that he's at least you know not suspect at least on the surface that um, person should take that name that they have and expand it and of course your focus changes from the time that you're when you're young so when you finally mature to something you finally make it to where you try to get to, that's a good thing. My question is, is it maybe just maybe that now that he has found that other money, has that changed maybe the way he put his presentation out there? I don't doubt that he he didn't he didn't earn enough money to where he evaluates what he gonna say, when he gonna say it, and how he gonna say it. Because at the end of the day, I had a lot of homeboys that was pissed off with me last week. We was chopping it up on the phone, and we'll be chopping it up on their Facebook pages. But people don't realize that big-ass studio that Cube got over there in Hollywood where he produced movies and TV shows and got all kind of acts and his sons and all of these radio stations and all of this other shit up under him. Kevin Hart and all of them other stuff where they do in movies. That's a Sony studio that Cube has. And I don't need to even say no more when I say that's a Sony studio. Wow. Right. Well, that, there it is there from a man who lives down there in the area that can give you an informed so, opinion on something. So at what point uh at what point does it does it change from just growing up to selling out? Where's that line? It's hard, man, because we so underprivileged and we so up against the grind. I don't know if we can even call some of our people sell out. Because of what we up against. Because we're living in Rome. 
I mean, yeah, we living in Rome. We so fucking underprivileged, man. It's hard for me to call that man a sellout, man, because at a certain point, everybody got a price. I just got a brother that died. I got a nephew going to Gramlin and a sister-in-law that was not working, and she was taking care of my brother. I got two sons that would. I got two sons that would set the place where they stand on fire to come live with me because they don't live with their mom, but they're too young. I know if if, I, if you got enough money, there's a lawyer that can fix all of that shit. Yeah, all it takes is money. And, 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 it, and it fuck with you because I know when my brother was sick, he he had a stroke and he had a heart attack. But the splatter that was on his brain was the same splatter that happened when they shot that congresswoman in Arizona in the head. And you sit back and you realize how much money do it take to fix what's fucked up, what I'm going on. You know, what you dealing with. And uh, it's hard to criticize the dudes that take money to get out of their situation. It's hard. You know what I'm saying? It's hard. With twenty million dollars change, yo, with twenty million dollars, with twenty million dollars change, what's wrong with the problems that's going on with your internals, with your family, not your surface shit? Because as as, as black men, we know how to do the surface shit. Yeah, what? if I got enough, yeah, surface shit is if I got a full tank of gas and tuna, I can do two weeks with twenty dollars in my pocket. You know yeah. what I'm saying? A full tank of gas. A full tank of gas and five cans of tuna will get a nigga to a real no, nigga to situation. You, you, you know, talked about a the real nigga. <laughs> a, a real right. nigga know five cans, five cans of tuna and a full tank of gas is damn near a month worth of. You know, it's damn near a month worth of being able to live. Five cans of tuna, they got, they got, I got enough for everybody to eat. You know, <laughs> like that. Uh, I mean, that real nigga shit. You know. I got five cans of tuna, twenty dollars in a full tank of gas. Nigga, I only live a mile and a half from my job. Man, I, I, my, what, that full tank twenty million dollars. You can't, you can't show me a family that wouldn't stay together if they had twenty million dollars. Yeah, I can, I can show you plenty of black family with twenty million dollars. Yeah, a black family with twenty million dollars. Yeah, a black family with twenty million dollars and somebody with good sense, you turn that whole situation around. Cause you know what you're gonna do? Yeah. You're gonna pay off your house. You're gonna pay off your mama house. You're gonna pay off your sister yeah. house. You're gonna pay off yeah. your brother house. Yeah. And you still might be sitting on uh, fifteen million dollars. Then what? Right. And then what? Then you build as a family. Now they they you still need the instruction and, and the and the uh, the education of uh, money at that point. But the problem is when you got twenty million dollars, uh, you've got the the chance and the opportunity and the time to figure it out. Where as opposed to us hustling and struggling and, and barely making ends meet. Um, you know what I'm saying? It, 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 we don't have the time for it. We don't have the time. We're running out of the energy for it. You know what I mean? And and uh, and it's and it's breaking up our family because we don't have that money. We don't have that that security, that wealth, and not only our community, but just in our families alone. 
You know? And not and that money solves everything. Not not that money solves everything, but you know what? Um, when you're talking about the, the hood and us black folks out here, man, it would really help sometimes. I mean, it's not that it solves everything, but God damn it, when it, have we ever had enough to say it don't solve everything? We ain't right. never been in a position to say that it don't solve everything. Or, or at least, or at least in a position where we can say, okay, that's not the problem. Yeah, I mean, let's be real. Oprah, Oprah was in Italy, and they treated her like shit, and she tried to buy a purse. And right. she got enough money where she could have bought the store and everything else. Right. But because the lady didn't know who the hell Oprah was, and I don't fuck with Oprah like that, and a lot of us don't. Mm-hmm. But it put her, it put her in a position where it reminded her that you're not Oprah, you a nigga. Right. The problem is we in that position every day. Oprah's not in that position every day. Ninety percent of the time, when people see Oprah. They don't see her. They see how much she works. 90% of the time when people see us, they don't see who we are. They see how much we work. And that's what Michael Brown ran up into. Yeah. That's what Trayvon Martin ran into. That's what most black people run into every day is that your lives don't matter. And that's why when they spit in that Black Lives Matter, they need to spit that. Because they're not pulling no gun out on Obama, but they pulling a gun out on Yousef uh, or whoever you might be. they pulling a gun out on Emmett Till or anybody else that they feel don't matter. Yeah. As long as they feel we don't matter, it's a problem. That's why I... I, I, I totally disagree with the violence because violence begets violence. But at some point, right. you got to say them young brothers ain't wrong for pulling them pistols out on them cops. Well, honestly, I what you that. just said, you know, violence begets violence. If you guys, these cops are being violent all over the country, you know, uh, you know, virtually, man, they're, they're asking for it. They're, they're putting... All these cops who were running around shooting these unarmed people, man, they're putting all these other cops in danger. They're putting them yeah. in danger. For, for and I think they know that. You know what I'm help to have a cop choke a man out on live, on live oh, video man. and laugh about it. Man. Yeah. You're basically, you know, you're... Basically, you're, you're that, that batter that you use on your chicken dough, on your steaks or whatever, before you dip it in that deep fryer. You know what I'm saying? You kind of, you know, your, your marinade's a little bit off. You have a little bit too much salt on your wings. And you put salt on the bird's wings, it can't fly. Crazy. The crazy thing is, is we just now catch the shit on camera. They've been doing it. Yeah. We just now catching it on camera. Big time. Yeah. Man, look here. We're gonna try to do something again tomorrow night. I wanna, I wanna leave officially before the rude. Thank you for calling. So and so comes on. That's getting ready to happen. But this has been a pleasure, man. This is a great inaugural show with the three hosts. You know, got Doug. You got my man uh, Rawhide. You got, you got me. You know, if you ask about a show, I'm putting it on because I want to make sure that you're in the house and we have shows. I don't want to have a show. Hey, 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 yeah, post them in the group so I can, uh, so I can post that on my wall, man. I've been, I've been going off on my wall. I've been going off on my wall since August. <laughs> 
Well, you still got a few battles with the CIQ thing, so we're going to definitely keep you posted on everything that's going on. You got to share that over here and let, let the people know exactly why. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Post that on my wall so I can po- post that in the group so I can post it on my wall. Post it on my wall, too, man. I've been going off for about months. Man. Hey, shout out to uh, Hip Hop Sports, man. Uh, shout out to the Flossy Jeezy Show. Ladies and gentlemen, 646-595-3402. Make sure you always stay tuned in. And let's not forget my man Dub from the City of Angels. Although right. they acting more like devils down there more than often. Man. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know how it goes down. My man Dub down there in the roughest city in America. Don't let the New York label fool you. It's rough out west, too. The wild, wild west so far. The three amigos, my man Dub, my man Raw Hyde, your boy Flossy Jeezy. We're going to do it. Take it time. Like Heavy D said, you know, don't just do it. Do it jiggy, jiggy, jeezy. Do it easy. You know what I'm saying? Six four six five nine five three four zero two, and we're gonna sign up. Happy holidays to all you black folks out there. Trying to do it real to everybody else that's trying to be black and getting that credit. Keep doing your thing, cause we're gonna stay original. <laughs> <laughs> there it is, right there. Good night and God bless.
Jeff on the turntable, seal on the M-I-C, Philly on up to the N-Y-C, a break dancer's guard, tags in the train yard, wild style, fat lace, thugs locked up from a 1980s case, goons with them grown kids, used to them long bits, meet you on the dance floor, slash the visit did, a lot for the rep too, and see it all makes sense, if I'm the king of that should make you the fresh prince, send for the driver, you looking at the real soul survivor, like my man J period mixtape, the man on fire, featuring the guest that Jeff hosts, you marvel at the up close and personal, meeting other minds, you should read the signs, this is what reclines, the thoughts in my lazy boy, fit like a hand in glove, from the city of brotherly love, all I know is the way you gotta go, everything it takes to hold me down, all I see Thank you. 